Coming up on episode 35 of Nosebleed Seats, the Cowboys are on a bye, but they're always in the news. We get Eric's biggest L, biggest dub. Yodas are in the house, and they're giving their predictions. We get weird with Wolchuk, and my oh my, the Canes are getting closer and closer to the top four. So stick around to the show, everyone. Can afford to listen to Fat Men in Fat Jerseys, the Nosebleed Seats. It's about that time for some nosebleed seats. The show everyone can afford to listen to. It is episode number 35. Of course, the none, none other than Mr. Sam Congato. Got to shout him out. Number 35. Sam Congato. Somebody's the best 35 of all time. Kevin Durant. Any sport. Kevin no, Durant. Any sport. Kevin Durant. That's the easy one. Yeah, Kevin Durant. I'll leave him in his burner accounts. He's not better than Sam Congato. No. Get out of here, dude. Sam Congato was a former Dolphin, though. He didn't wear number 35 with the Dolphins. He was more of a Packer. I think of him more as a Packer. Bab, you had him in Houston. He was number 35 there. He was. He had a stop. Was that his last stop in Houston? Oh, I couldn't tell it's you. For the ghetto train stop. But he went to school at Liberty University. That's where my parents went to school. Oh, I didn't he's know that. He's doing some medical stuff. He's, he's doing really big things now. He's better than Amon Green's doing. That was the last Green Bay running back we shouted out. Yeah. Sam Khan's doing much better than old Amon Green. So this one's for you, Sam Khan. No, it was just abuse. It wasn't. It wasn't drug abuse. It yeah, was, no, no, uh, it was not violence. drug abuse. Um, physical, physical yeah, stuff. It was that sort of deal for Amon. Well, it's the Nosebleed Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. No, it's not Zach Wolchuk. Well, I gotta inform people. Uh, we were supposed to do this bet payoff thing a week ago. So for those of you that aren't aware, Bab and I made a bet during the baseball season that the I bet that the Texas Rangers would have a better year than the Houston Astros. And Bab, being an Astros supporter, went with the Astros. Well, the Rangers didn't have a good year, and the Astros are two games away from going to the World Series. So here I am. Looking good, man. Wearing an Astros hat. Too small. Carlos Correa jersey that, that fits just right. Bab got from Baby Gap. It fits perfectly. It is very tight. Very, very tight. You look like a little leaguer, man. My favorite little leaguer. He's a little leaguer. Yeah. And then they, they didn't have the adult sizes, so you kind of got screwed. But the point is, is anytime you address yourself and anytime I address you on this show, you are Carlos Correa. That's what you are. That's who you are. You Bab, are, you are not that, Zach Walchuk. Is that Bab approved? Yes, of course it is. Final thing. Fine with Bab. Did you hear that? All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, everybody's happy now. Thank you, Bab, for your ruling. Zach Wolchuk, aka Carlos Correa. No, there's no AKA about it. We for don't know who Zach 35. Wolchuk is. It's just Carlos Correa. He's here in the flesh. Yeah, so that's cool. That's something that I'm doing. I'm not very happy about it. We'll have pictures on social media. All right. So, practice, reset, reset. What is this? This is the what? This is the Nosebleed Seats podcast. Carlos Correa, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bab. Yes. Zach Wolchuk. Is not here today because here. Carlos Correa is live in studio, believe it or not. Carlos, what happened to your uniform, man? It looks a little snug. Well, uh, you know, I, I didn't have enough money to get a new one. Carlos. I um, can't even do Carlos Correa's accent. Well, that's who you are. Be him. Do your thing. All right. It, the show's yours. Uh, uh, take it away. Okay. Carlos. Well, um, I think what Carlos would like to talk about yeah. is some news broke over the weekend. Mm. It was a Cowboys bye week, right? So we don't have a Cowboy game to 
break. <gasps> hey, break. listen, right? We can just take, take a breather. No news, nothing to talk Man. about. We finally just get, we get out of the we get out of the headlines for a few days. We recharge our batteries. We get ourselves back to neutral, and we take on the rest of this season, right? Nah. There's always got to be some news in Cowboy World because Zeke Elliott apparently is suspended now. Really? Yeah, apparently that's a thing. All of a sudden, blindsided, 18-wheeler comes, boom, smack, squishes us on the side of the face here. And now Ezekiel Elliott, after your 2-3 and heading into the bye week, apparently is now gone for the remaining six weeks. But then he might not be gone because he's going to take it to another court. It's so up in the air, man. I don't know the legal jargon. I'm not going to pretend to know. So Zeke may or may not be playing on Sunday. I have no idea. I, I got this. All, all these. There's so much different information going down. Like every five minutes, we hear something new. No one knows. You have a bunch of NFL reporters trying to give you legal jargon. They they don't know what they're talking about. So you have Ian Rappaport tweeting us seven hours ago saying NFL's Joe Lockhart on Ezekiel Elliott. Quote: The suspension is in place. Anyone who tells you otherwise is not accurate. Then, not long after, Amy Dash. Who's at that? Amy Dash TV. She is. CBS Sports, WFAN, legal analyst, correspondent, Crime Watch Daily, anchor, law, news, two-time Emmy winner, wife, mom, call it like I see it, Instagram, at Amy-TV. That is her Twitter bio. I feel like just from what she has in her bio, I can trust her on legal jargon more than Ian Rappaport. All right. Bab coming in strong with a hot take, and I couldn't agree more. She is a mom. She comes in, Miss Amy Dash, breaking two hours ago, NFLPA filing emergency TRO. Not sure what that means. Shortly in NY. Not really sure what that means either. NY is New York. Oh, okay. I don't know what TRO is. Not even close. It can be argued as soon as tomorrow, I'm hearing, if granted this week, Zeke would play. Temporary restraining order. TRO. Coming in strong. Man, how did we not think of that? Temporary restraining order. Uh, That's because we have no idea what we're talking about. NFLPA hashtag team Zeke trying to get Zeke on the field. Yes. Now, you know what's weird? This weekend. The whole thing. The whole thing's bizarre. Football in general, NFL in general, all every single thing. We know nothing. Oh, we know nothing. Everything's weird. But we yes, might he's going to play. No, he's suspended. He's not suspended. Here he comes. Wow. Yeah, no. Yes, Amy Dash, Ian Rappaport. He's playing, guys. No, he's not. Stop week it. Week one. Week one. We were sitting here and we're like, you know what? The primetime games he's going to play in. We did say and that. And it's starting to seem that way where the Cowboys had a Monday nighter, a Sunday nighter, a primetime afternoon game against Green Bay. Game of the week. And then now they're kind of in a weird part of the schedule where they're at the Niners. Eh. Eh. They do have games against Washington that's always big, but it's not a primetime game. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Let's get them back by Thanksgiving. Get them back by Thanksgiving. Get Maybe back put a little hold on the suspension. The Eagles Sunday Nighter. Oh, definitely want to be back by then. Yeah. So and then for sure the playoffs. It's weird to me that the games that the NFL really needs Zeke for ratings, he's probably okay. But this little hump here, this is a good time for him to maybe get those six games in. Carlos Correa, I had no idea you were such a Cowboys fan, Carlos. It's crazy. It happens to me. Especially as a Houston Astros player. That's that's pretty weird. Uh, crosstown rival. Well, I have been told the Cowboys are America's team, Mr. Eric Chiafalo. That's me. So, yeah, Carlos Correa, me, myself, and I, big time. Dallas Cowboys supporter. Other news that came was uh, Navarro Bowman, right, gets cut released apparently not like cut like with a knife no i don't think there was there any was knives. there blood might have been a little blood blood but he was released by the niners 
from really? the hospital. He was released from the hospital. No, from after the team. he got cut. The team just said, "Hey, we're gonna part ways with you. You are now a free agent." Oh, okay. He got fired. That's what you want to say. They don't call it firing. But uh, technically, Carlos, it, it's, they could have traded fired, him. Carlos, that's not sugarcoated. Just because he's an athlete and you're an athlete, and you <laughs> want to sugarcoat it for your buddies. It's called a release. Uh, the, he, he got cut. He could have gotten traded to the Redskins for a seventh round pick. I was told. My inside sources wow, in the value. league told me. Is that value? And then he said, I don't want to go to the Redskins. I'd rather just be a free agent and pick where I go. And the Niners said, well, we're just getting a seventh-round pick for you. So you know what? That's fine. You've been a mainstay here for years. We'll go ahead and grant that wish to you. Cowboys, here he comes, Carlos. Yeah, getting excited. So he's supposed to meet with the Raiders. He's supposed to meet with the Cowboys. And I was talking to my good old buddy, Zach Wolchuk, and he said, Man, I'm a little nervous. If he goes to Oakland first, I don't think he's going to leave Oakland. Ah, Zach doesn't know what he's talking about. Don't don't listen to Zach. Well, today, what happened? He met in Oakland, and he signed a three-year deal, and now he's a Raider. So before he could even come to Dallas and get wined and dined and cheesed, he's now signing with the Oakland Raiders. You know, that actually makes sense because he wants to stay local. Like, if he's living in San Francisco, Oakland can't be that far from there. He's going to be in Vegas in a few years. Let's go party with Derek Carr. Right across the bay. I'm a fan of Marshawn Lynch. Let's do this. Why not? Two teams that are uh, a little bit of a downwards trajectory. Hey, why not go play next to Khalil Mack? Not a bad idea. And under Jack Del Rio. But in front of him, what do they got? I don't know. Not a bad situation. Both situations solved. That was the best for him. Then Martavis Bryant says, oh, Steelers wide receiver. I don't like it here. I'm upset. Trade me. Well, I will say those were the reports, but then Martavis came out for what it's worth on Twitter and said, uh, you know, that's not the case. I love my teammates, love my squad. One day at a time, cooler than the other side of the pillow, nose to the grindstone. He did what he had to do. He tweeted it. Good for him. But reports are he wants out. And that makes us all think, Cowboy Nation, my goodness. Terrence Williams has been absolutely atrocious this year. Of course, by the way, that's Can't what Cowboys catch. fans always think. As Can't soon as block. somebody, as soon as it's a name, there's just a name. It's like all, Cowboy all you fans want is that name. just the media. Like no any, one anybody always no links everyone to the Cowboys. Let's sign him. Yes, Nolan Carroll, new corner. Brandon Carr sucks. Mm-mm, no, I think most Cowboy fans. We're not excited about Nolan Steven Carroll. Steven Payan? Yes, sir. He retired. Yeah, he's Give gone Give it to now me, too. Steven. Woo! Addition by subtraction. Those guys sucked. They're gone now. One cut. Hey, man, they're names, bro. They're not names. They're names. Nolan Carroll's not a name. Oh, he's a big name. No, he's not. He's bigger than Navarro. That dude's not going to. No, he's not. Oh, he's much bigger than Martavis. A three-time All-Pro. No, Don't disrespect Carol. Navarro Bowman. By the way, shout out to Stephen Paella. Yeah, good career. Is that career. how you say his name, by the way? Is it Paella? I think it is Paella. It's not P or Pia. Pia? Or or Paia. P-A's? Because it's like P-A-E-A-U-A-U. I think it's Paella. And there's like a number six in there somewhere. It's a weird, it's a last weird thing. Name. But he's retiring from he the NFL. He did retire, so that stinks. But honestly, how butthurt are you about missing out on Navarro Bowman? Well, upset. I because Navarro I feel like you could use some linebacker. Certainly. Help. Especially if, he, if if Sean Lee's got a hammy all year. Because, I mean, hammies are nagging. I mean, he's going to be on the injury report every week. Even if he's playing, you know, he's it's constantly going to be a conversation. How's, how's Lee doing? How's Lee doing? How's that hammy? How's that hammy? It would be nice to have a guy that you could depend on. It would be great to have him because Jalen Smith's been a guy the Cowboys have asked to do a lot, and he's frankly not ready to do it. He's doing a lot of nine-yard tackles down the field. Man, he can't cover. Give him his credit. He's an in-the-box safety that honestly needs to play within five yards of the line of scrimmage if he's going to be successful. He's been bad. It's been really bad, and Navarro Bowman could have helped you a lot because the rest of the linebackers you have aren't very good either. Anthony Hitchens is coming back from injury. Damian Wilson, meh. Kyle Wilbur, I feel like, is a defensive end. The Cowboys are trying to play at linebacker. Not a lot of depth. Navarro Woman would have been a great signing, but now 
He's going to don the BS silver and black. So it's all right. You'll probably doing? trade for Martavis Bryant. Your offense will score a thousand points and it'll be great. I don't think the Martavis Bryant thing was ever likely, but he's a name that gets associated with the Cowboys. I think that'd be great. I'm so sick and tired of Terrence Williams. I wish we had some audio from last week that we could play right now. I don't think we do. He's got that uh, chest. Some kid. He's got was, that chest problem, man. He's got an issue where he just gets beat up by the ball. And he's not even blocking. That was the one saving grace of Terrence Williams. He's a good blocker. Right now, he's rated out on PFF, for those of you that like that, as 53 out of the 55. Here's the deal, man. I respect receivers that block, but if the first thing I say about you as a receiver is you're a good blocker, I know you're not a good player. It's not a good receiver. You're not a good player. It's like It's bad. Yeah, if the first thing I say about your left tackle is that he's really, really fast, he's got a really great 40, that tells me absolutely nothing. Okay. A 10-yard split is phenomenal. Can he catch the freaking football? No, he can't because he thinks his hand's located on his breasts. Yeah, I say breasts because I'm politically correct. Carlos. Good for you. And then there was the Jerry Jones anthem comments. By the way, your breasts look incredible, Carlos. Thank you. I've been working on them. Doing a lot of bench press. Really? Yes. That's what I thought. Curls a little bit for the buys. You know, when I looked at those, I, I immediately thought this guy must bench a lot. 250 baby jeez carlos mm-hmm. you got a little got a little sexy when you said that i could really bench jerry jones up and down for his comments about the national anthem wish jerry had to kept those to himself but it's uh it is what it is man we have stayed away it's a distraction. from distraction everything they didn't want colin kaepernick to oh, be so the reason now why they don't here. want colin kaepernick it's a distraction it's now a distraction it's we don't need this in our team next thing you know jerry jones is on toonies winking at a camera on monday night football if anybody doesn't stand no for the anthem, you're not playing. No distraction. No we distraction. Don't need that. That's not what we're about Let's here. Let's risk dividing the locker room here by saying we're going to cut or bench anybody who does not obey our laws of standing for the anthem. As, Hope to God there's no repercussions from this from the players. As him and Zeke stand there on primetime television, winking at the camera. Arm in arm. Arm in arm, knees on the ground. Hand, no distraction. Hand on butt. No distraction. <coughs> Jeez, excuse me, Carlos. Gosh, how unprofessional are you? Well, it's first are you time. coughing into the Carlos mic? Carlos right Chris, now? first time on radio. Jeez, Carlos, have some respect God, for the game. I wouldn't step in. I me. wouldn't step on the diamond and freaking start, you know, disrespecting it. Look, it's our off night, okay? We'll get up 2-0 games, two, two games on the Yankees, up 2-0 in the series. Listen, I get no, it. No, you've got game three in like two minutes. What? Carlos. <laughs> I read you... the schedule wrong? Did you yes. not schedule this right, Carlos? This is not our fault. This is not my fault, Bab. He is a great producer. Guys, I might He's have to He's never done this before. I might have to There's leave. There's no way Bab screwed this up, especially as an Astros fan. I, I can't gotta remember. get to New York. Carlos, you are about to piss off an entire city of Houston. They're going to lose. Not, you better not blame this on. This is not my fault. I'm looking at you. And it's not Bab's fault either. I'm pointing the finger at you, you know what? Follow. You know what? Since he's not here, can we just blame Walchuk? Let's blame Walchuk. Let's just put it on him. Blame okay? Walchuk. I don't want to turn on the TV actually, and get blamed for this. Actually, you're in the on-deck circle. <laughs> Carlos, you're literally in the on-deck circle. We're, we're watching you. How is this happening, Carlos? We're watching you simultaneously playing baseball while you're having a conversation with me. And by the way. It's really a hologram that they're seeing at the stadium. I would, I would say, I hope you're doing better in the game you're playing right now because so far in this, you've just I would say you've just been okay. It's been savage. I wouldn't say that you've been that awesome. Hitting 250? Like, I thought this was going to be cool. I have a pro baseball player in here in uniform. Like, it looks like he's legit. Well, I'm but not wearing the pants. You haven't been that great. Well, obviously. Carlos Correa doesn't wear pants. Good. I'm, I want to watch you hit a homer and no pants right now, Carlos. No pants Monday, baby. 
coming no split seats podcast coming to you on a monday night recording sesh gonna be dropping in your face carlos correa eric you follow tuesday Bab. morning man carlos correa in the house yeah we are coming early this week i hope everybody's ready for that hope don't, it's okay don't want to catch you off guard sorry for the premature ejack there don't be sorry no, Carlos, it happens to the best, of us. even <laughs> pro athletes, Carlos. Well, I hope that I have a good, my hologram has a good at bat coming up here soon. I'm sure Bab will keep us up to date on Carlos Correa's holograms at bat. Since the real Carlos Correa is in the house. Carlos Correa, why are you speaking to yourself in the third person? That Carlos is kind Correa of loves like himself. arrogant. It's a little arrogant. Well, when you're at the girl collection, arrogance just is everywhere. We're not at the girl collection, Carlos. Guys, I only would join your show if we were at the girl collection, clearly. That's why I was surprised that you showed up today, because I'm like, we're not even at the girl collection. You have a game tonight. It's actually a, an important playoff game. I don't know where you're you going to come chat with me. Listen, I just figured it was you me are. growing in the business. I'm like, wow. You chat must be you've got some, oh, we have breaking you've got news, Carlos. So you've done something, Carlos. No, you've got some room to spare because uh, Jose Altuve struck out to end the first inning, so you don't come up to bat until the bottom uh, yes, uh, so of the second. Uh, yeah, Carlos is leading Good job, off. Jose. That's All right, what cool. we like. Bab, keep us updated uh, as we talk to Carlos Correa about what Carlos Correa is I'm currently doing I'm just wondering doing in the game. who's actually at shortstop right now. Might have to go swing the bat, catch a couple ball skis, and then pop on back in here with you. Hey, whatever you got to do, Carlos. By the way, you look really good, man. That that it fits. How good you do know I it look fits. right That's now? That's the thing. I mean, like, how good do I look? Clearly, major seriously. the major leagues do they do something where they like fit the uniforms. They come in there and do a perfectly etched onto your body, like they tailor it specifically to you. Everything is custom because it looks everything. It is looks custom. like this is completely custom to fit your body everything absolutely is perfectly. What they do actually is they come and they bring a ruler and they measure you, and they get the measure around. They get the gif. They get the girth. They get the width. I didn't know there was GIF involved in that. GIF is a new baseball term. Nice. Yes. Nice, Carlos. Don't Bring ask me the what it stands Carlos. for, but man. Now, did they purposely do it to where you can like see your nick nipples protruding from the jersey? Is they that how leave, all the players well, have it? What it's or? supposed to do is I like to have the cutout there so you can just see no, full frontal. Clearly, yeah. No, and I'm loving it, honestly. Like, Walter comes in here and his nipples are humming usually, but Carlos, I got to give it to you, man. Especially in that jersey. Yours are... Top five. Well, I've told, I've been told Wolchuk's got some pepperonis. He does. <laughs> pepperonis, Mine salami, he's got the whole sandwich. Just mainly a, a, a little piece. Yeah, yours is smaller. Yours is a little, little it's like cute kind of. Tiny teeth. Yeah, they look nice. Yes. Looks sharp. Thank you, Major Leagues. Anytime. Uh, anytime to be here. No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk. Oh, I'm sorry. Carlos Correa, Eric Chiafalo, and producer Bab here live and in your face. That's a little bit of uh, what's going on with the Cowboys. Hopefully they can turn it around and get a victory this Sunday because, boy, do they need it against the 49ers. We'll get into that later when the NFC Yoda tells us if it'll happen or not. But now it is time for the biggest L and biggest dub of the week. Oh, my gosh. I thought we'd never get here, man. Carlos, welcome to the biggest L, biggest dub. This is your first time here. It's so good to be here. Are you ex how excited are you on a scale of one to fifty two, Carlos? Scale one to ten, I'm about a twenty. One to fifty two, Carlos. Fifty two, I'm a fifty two. Nice, Carlos is feeling it today. Do you want to play rough? No. Well, kind of. Okay. Can we start with the biggest L, Carlos? Is that okay with you? Please, please. All right, take cool. It away. So we're gonna rock and roll with the honorable mentions, and just like last week, our very own producer Bab slides in with an honorable mention L. This poor guy, Bab, man. That's wow. my job. I'm the sliding you. here. This dude, Bab, cannot win for losing. 
And that's all he does. He takes honorable mention L's left and right. He's so a, He's a beach. I don't know, Bab, would you like to come to the mic and explain what's going on? Because you've been sick for coming on like six weeks now. He's coming. Uh, and you come in and out of sickness. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And then it's like, no. Remember weeks ago, guys, when Bab couldn't speak? We, and then the next week he could. And then the next week he was sick again. And then now he's, he was, he's sick again. I'm still stuck yeah. on the coming. So Bab's still sick. Carlos, you're a disgusting human being. And we move on. Honorable mention help Bab. He's sick. He, he stays sick. He's always sick. He's a sick person. Sickly. Another honorable mention L, Cowboys Nation. That includes our very own Carlos Correa. Yes. Our, Carlos Correa is our in-house Cowboy fan. Our very own Zach Wolchak. He's definitely a Cowboys fan. He's probably crying somewhere in his underwear. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's a total D-bag. But, hey, we put up with him. I know he's in his sorrows this week, and then he, as well as Cowboys Nation, takes a big L this week. Not the biggest, but it's an honorable mention L because they get the Zeke news, right? We talked about it. They thought he was going to be here. He's not going to be here. Oh, my gosh, prime time. But nope. where's he going to be? Is it where's Waldo's situation? Where's Zeke? Well, it is still up in the air. I mean, we don't know. Is Nobody he knows. Swimming? Amy Dash is telling us one thing. The mom, the 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 WFAA. Oh, Amy Dash. The, she's mm. a, yeah, she's she's great at what she does. Mm. And then Ian Rappaport slides in with different stuff. So, Cowboys Nation, you're in flux right now. You don't know what's going on. It's a bye week. You're supposed to get Navarro Bowman, Martavis Bryant. Next thing you know, you lose Zeke Elliott. Holy crap, this is a whirlwind. Are they going to get anybody? Probably not. Tony Romo. So... And not only that, you, you have a bye week. It's like, ah, oh, deep breath. We don't have to We don't have to take a loss this week. Well, yeah, you do because not only did you lose Zeke, but you also, everybody in your division won. Eagles, Giants, Redskins, 3-0 this week. You sat at home and you watched them all get dubs. So that's a tough time as a Cowboys fan. I'm sorry. Honorable mention L for every single one of you. My next honorable mention is a man, Mr. Tom Brady. Supposed to be the GOAT quarterback. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you, even though I kind of want to punch him in the ear. Who? Well, I'm a Dolphins fan, Carlos, and that's why. All right? I might be playing with Miami next year. Cool. Come be a Marlin. Come be a Marlin. I'm not mad about it. Just going to hit a couple homers tonight, win a World Series, and then I'll be there. Okay. Swimming with the fishies. Well, Tom Brady's getting an honorable mention L. Looks like Bab's You're got to some... bat right now. Oh, oh, Carlos. Excuse me. Carlos Correa has to leave. Uh, I will be back. Carlos, you've been doing this all night. You've been at the game and you've been here. Just keep you just doing what you're doing. just took a strike down the middle while you were talking, so hurry up. My hologram is not at bat. Well, I'm going to switch hologram in place now. I go to stadium. Bye-bye. Okay, so we are getting in-game live updates with Carlos Correa yeah, about what Carlos Correa... Okay, thank you, Bab. 0-2. Carlos, you are struggling tonight, mm. bud. Struggling hold on, at hold the on, plate. Hold on, I got a fastball coming my way, guys. One second. Top chat, top chat. Here we go. Swing! Pressure, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba pressure, pressure. You're feeling it. It's, it's the playoff pressure, Carlos. Is it Homer, getting to Homer, you? Homer, right here. Ball. I knew it. I wasn't going to swing at that one. That was a slider down at the knees. Yep, it was too low for me. One and two, Carlos. Don't Hopefully worry, guys. Can, I mean, at least get on base. I'm getting know. on. Don't Freaking. worry. I'm, I'm a good at bat here. I'm going to foul some off. All right. Well, as we keep going, Bab, you can interrupt me at will. Tom Brady is a great quarterback, but my foul God. Foul one off. Foul one you. off, Carlos. Hey, I called you guys. All right. You're making contact now. Getting better. Don't worry. Getting I'm going to foul better. this one Play off, off and then I'm going to go left, left side off the pinstripes. All right. Logo. You said it. Bab, update us in a second. But Tom Brady, he can play football like a champion. He cannot act to save his life. So, after Bab gives us the next Carlos Correa update, we are going to go to me. And I don't even know. Should we go to this, guys? Because this is actually pretty god awful, and it it's so bad. Like I'm telling you, this Brady commercial is so bad. Fouled off another. Told you, home run right here. Had a boy, Carlos. I feel it. 
Carlos Correa would love to hear the Tom Brady stuff while while he's in his at the Adam. Okay, so like you do want to hear this because I'm telling you, this confidence. is this is like it pissed me off listening to it. I chuckled a little bit and then I, I was like, wait, this is so bad. So did it make you? I lost respect for him. Yes, is, is that what you're about? But you already don't like him, right? So it was because you just hate Brady to begin with. You're two and two at the plate, by the way, Carlos. It's okay, we're good. We're still in this. I can't stand Brady only because he's been in my division and ruined my life as a Dolphins fan for I mean, come on, 15 years. But you love his face. Well, his face just by itself, yes. But if you watch the commercial, we only have the audio. But if you watch the commercial, you will definitely lose respect for him. And I, I, even just listening to it, so you probably another will. one off. I got another another two and two. You got it, Carlos. Hey, All right, it's, it's great at bat. I'm All right, so what should we do here? Because if Tom Brady slides in, we're gonna be we're gonna be a good sixty seconds of no Korea updates, and that's gonna bother all of us. Uh, do me a favor. Let's hear it so I can just go get on base real quick. All right, Carlos. Tom Brady, take it away. You dirtbag. People of Earth, I need your help. I am in the midst of a Halloween crisis. Today, I woke up to find that almost all of my unreal chocolates have been stolen. This is all I have left. Mm. Now, I'm ready to travel through time and space to get them back. But there's one issue. I need co-pilots. That's where you come in. In hundreds of these unreal Halloween boxes, I have hidden tickets with secret codes redeemable for special prizes. Are you angry yet? Three of these boxes contain something even there? more valuable. Like this is about these when I started getting pissed off. These three skeleton keys will grant you full access, full access to my spaceship. I need you, brave people of Earth, to go out, find these keys, and join me in person on my spaceship to embark on an unreal adventure to take back all that is good. All that is good. This is not all that is good. It's so, so good. So, so Now, please help me return my unreal chocolates back to their rightful place. Yeah. My belly. My belly. I'm counting on you, people of Earth. Uh, Carlos, I'm counting cool. on you. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, literally the most frustrating thing ever having to listen to that. I'm actually sorry to the listeners. Carlos Correa really wanted to hear it, so I played it. But what was he advertising? Honestly, we all get an honorable mention, L, for having to sit through that and listen to it. What was he advertising? What what chocolate was that? I don't Snickers? even know. It probably god awful chocolate. I don't know what chocolate it was. Commercial. Did he even say the name of what it was for? Stop asking so many questions, Carlos. I want to dissect this and find out the cause. Another honorable mention, L, of course, is our perennial. Honorable mention, L's Hugh first Freeze? one. Hugh, you Hugh said Freeze. It. Carlos, you know about Hugh Freeze. Hugh, oh, who, who does know about it? Hugh? Yeah, that's right. That's Man, right. I used to have good times down there in Tampa. They had to shut it down once he came out and ruined it for everyone. Yeah, well, he he brought his uh, work phone out there. Remember, he had it. Everybody yeah. knows you have to have cell phone number two when you're in the Tampa area. That prostitution stuff will get you, man, especially on the clock. Whoa, we don't say that term. Sorry, Hugh. Oh, and of course, added to the perennial L taking list. Mr. Christopher Forster, former Miami Dolphins offensive line coach and current cocaine user. I mean, can we say that? He burned the forest down. I think so. With his use of coke. He was last week's biggest L. He will remain an honorable mention. Set L. his nostrils ablaze. He's the snorting champion. Mm. So that's it for the L's. Sorry to make everybody really, really sad. 
But uh, that's going to be it. And I guess we're not going to get the Jim Carrey sounder because Bab's too busy watching Carlos Correa's team lose in the moment. Hey. The who? The her. Ah, Ace made an appearance. Thanks, bud. All right, let's get happy. Can we get happy, Carlos? Is that cool with you? Of course. I've got my happy pants on. Thought you weren't wearing any pants, Carlos. Not wearing baseball pants, Eric. Honorable mention dub number one, Teddy Bridgewater. You all know him. Former Louisville quarterback. Should have gone to the University of Miami, but spurned him. Ended up in Minnesota. Had a pretty good uh, rookie season. Next thing you know, he fractures his kneecap out for 14 months. Well, he got cleared to practice this week. It's been long. It's been grueling. He's had Sam Bradford take over his job. Practically kicking Teddy right out the door. Well, no, he's back. Fractured knee and all. Practicing. I don't know when he's going to play, if he's going to play, how long it's going to be. But, hey, congrats to you, Teddy. That's a big-time dub, my friend. But you're not quite the winner. And that's because... Senior citizens are getting the biggest dub this week. Senior citizens. Yeah. Old people. All old people across the planet, and that's because of three individuals. I call them NFL senior citizens. They happen to be on the same team. Carson Palmer, Adrian Peterson, and the beautiful butt, Larry Fitzgerald. Gosh, this tush is tight. I mean, Carson's 32 years. I mean, excuse me, 37 years old. Adrian's 32, and Larry Fitzgerald's 34. I mean, they are NFL senior citizens. They think they smell like cheese. Well, they dominated this week with their canes. I saw Carson Palmer dropping back with a walker. You know what it is? Throwing touchdowns. It's the sponge bath pregame. Peterson, That's what does it. Peterson was going back and forth between the electric, you know, walking seat and just a normal wheelchair. Just back and forth with it, scoring touchdowns. Wow, so he was pushing a button. It was insane. And then manual. It was right? unbelievable. So automatic to the manual switcheroon. Him in his wheelchair, Peterson, at 32 years old, which is like 150 in football years as a running back. Mm. 134 yards, two touchdowns. That, my friend, gets you a pretty big L. Excuse me, pretty big dub. Wide receiver, the 34-year-old Larry Fitz, 138 yards and a touchdown. Holy smokes, we just saw Grandpa... Score a touchdown and get 130 plus. He's the ageless wonder. And the 37 year old Papa quarterback, Mr. Carson Palmer, 283 yards, three touchdowns. They get the dub. Adrian Peterson's first game back home. Grandparents, senior citizen worldwide are celebrating. Life you know, is good. I read Larry Fitzgerald after the game said if it didn't take this long for Adrian Peterson to come, he'd have a ring by now. That's old man talk, baby. That's old man's delusion, right? What could have been, what would have been. Hey, listen, things, you're coming down to the tail things. end, Grandpa. You're Everything's coming down different. to the tail end. I know you're thinking about the younger years. Back in the day, the 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 woulda, coulda, shoulda is life. Listen, used to walk uphill both ways to school, no shoes in the snow. Larry, take it for what it is, bud. You're an old man. You had a great game. Old people are celebrating everywhere. You and your grandpa buddies. You play checkers during the week. You dominated on the football field. Congratulations to you. Biggest dub of the week. And, you know, this might bode well for the Cowboys and Alfred Morris because they got themselves a little, you know, late-stage uncle moving into grandparent stage. Darren Mr. McDonald's Al- right Mr. there Alfred with Mr. Alfred Morris, yeah. Yep. I mean, so maybe, you know, maybe they start celebrating too. All right, so senior citizens, you guys all get the dub this week thanks to AP, Carson Palmer, and Larry Fitz. And that's it for Biggest Dub. Wow, that was a shitty segment. Winning.
Really, Carlos? Beep. How bad was that on a scale of one to ten, Carlos? Your first biggest L, biggest dub experience. I know, I know it could have been better. It wasn't all time. It great, was not but... as bad as my last at bat. That's for sure. Oh yeah, because if you didn't know, Carlos, you. Yeah, struck out Carlos swinging. Struck out swinging. Struck out swinging. So that was a good one. Uh, I think you guys got on first. I think you got on first base there. Astros? That was a solid single. No, your segment. Oh, my segment got me on first? Yeah. Okay, hey, I made contact. It was a solid single. Listen, we're not going to homer every single one of them. No, but you got on base, and now you got time to run with it, baby. I feel you. Thanks, Carlos. Roll with it. Don't resist it. It's the Nosebleed Seats podcast. Carlos Correa here. Eric Chiafalo and uh, Zach Babb. I can't talk one um, Produce Bab. Producer, producer Bab. Producer Bab. Produce Bab. He's the producer. So I heard you guys do like a uh, a Yoda thing. You guys do football Yoda oh, stuff in here. Yeah, we do this football Yoda deal. You'll see them. You'll see them in a little while. They'll come swooping in during their segment. They're in and out real quick. You know how those Jedi's are. Well, so what Wolchuk wanted us wanted me to, to have you guys do here was a little. You know, we'll we'll talk about Week Six in the NFL. You already did a little bit, but let's see how the Yodas did. Mm, with, their, back. with their Yoda predictions, yeah. So Let's get nostalgic it's on it. It's just a good way to look back and see like what the heck happened in this week of the National Football League. So NFC East Yoda, I'm told. There's there's an NFC East Yoda and there's a football Yoda. That is correct. Okay, so, so, which so far one, you're so good. You're online. You're which in one line. usually comes first? Uh, well, NFC East Yoda is kind of the understudy of the football Yoda. So it's kind of like an honorable mentions. We go honorable mentions before the biggest L or the biggest dub. Okay. So we kind of go honorable mention as NFC East Yoda before we get to the big cake, and that's football Yoda. So how did the NFC East Yoda do? So NFC East Yoda, he actually, two weeks in a row now, struggling. Struggling pretty bad. And and we kind of had a little sit down this weekend. He came over. And we had we just had a heart to heart. We looked each other right in the eye. What's that like when he comes over? Oh my gosh, dude! Let me tell you. First of all, I make sure the place is clean. Okay, make sure everything's tidy. I get the snacks out because he likes to nibble. He's that, a nibbler. He's a nibbler. Okay. Yeah, okay. and he's not shy about it either. Really? He just kind of he'll go right into the pantry if I don't have it out. That's why I just keep it out because he'll just go digging right in the What's pantry. What's he like the most? Is he a cheese guy? Hmm? Cheese and crackers. How did you know? He's How did straight. you know? I, I've always thought Yoda's like cheese. You a big Star Wars fan, Carlos? I do love a little bit of Star Wars, yeah. Nice. All right. So, a so little yeah. nervous about this new one coming out, guys. I don't know what you guys have said on the show, but a little nervous about yeah. this last Jedi. No, honestly, Carlos, we're all pretty nervous because we don't know if Ray accepts that hand from old Kylo. Ooh. And that's really the most nerve-wracking thing. It's kept NSE's Yoda up for weeks, and that's part of the reason. We weren't going to make excuses, but since you brought it up, Carlos, that was a little bit of... Kind of his his fuzzy vision. I think we can week. all understand and relate with that. We're all Team Ray. And, yeah, and screw that Kylo bastard. Yeah, he's a total d bag. Total we can't douche. stand him. So, and that's a that's a that comes into play here with NFC East Yoda. He had a tough week, and that trailer coming out really just kind of threw everything off. It was a wacky week for him. So he apologizes. He's sorry. Obviously, he'll come in here and, and he'll kind of confess a little bit later during his segment, assuming he doesn't shy away this week. I don't know. He felt really bad. So NFC East Yoda was one and two this week. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys didn't play, so he was just picking three games. You know, he missed it on that Eagles game, that Eagles and Panthers. That was a hell of a game. It, it was a 4-1 and one against 4-1. and one. And I think what his vision saw was a little bit more of Cam Newton being the kind of MVP 2015 guy that we know and love. And he also saw Carolina being at home on a Thursday night, and he just felt like it boded well for a home home victory. And, you know, he, there's just something about the Eagles that NFC's Yoda just doesn't trust. And it's gonna take it's gonna take some time for him to earn for them to earn that trust with yeah, him. Yeah, I've never trusted them either. It's, you know, they're the a tough. Listen, when you never win a Super Bowl in your whole your whole livelihood as a yeah. franchise, it's tough. So, 
So NFC East Yoda, he dropped the ball on that one, all right? And he'll take full blame on it. Eagles get the dub. Carson Wentz, Aguilar, Fletcher Cox. Love me some Cox. I love Cox. They they just play Fletcher's really well. Cox, though. Fletcher, yeah. Fletcher's corn dogs. I think that's what you meant to say. That's what you meant to say. It is the state fair. They're delicious. Gosh, they're delicious. Mm, so good. Washington and San Francisco, I think that was the one that he felt good about. That was a close game, and right? NFC Yoda. It, did, it, it had him on the edge of his seat a little bit, but he knew that Kirk Cousins and Mr. Gruden were going to come come in clutch, and that's exactly what happened. It was a little bit of a nail-biter, but Washington at home, listen, man, they're going to get the dub, all right? And they did. Barely pulled it out. They did it. But they did it. They and, did it. And, he was and right. Then, and then you, look, then you look across the board. And you go over to Denver, where the Giants come into town. Mile high, baby. Let me tell you something. NFC East Yoda was totally blindsided by this. He did not see it coming. I mean, it was from miles away. He couldn't see this thing coming. So where the blind did it? Was it the right or the left? No, it was the right. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Side. It, it was the worst. It came so what, and it came hard, like a wrecking ball. It came so hard. How hard? Hard, like concussion hard. Was like, it fast? Hard and fast. It was yes, yes. Carlos. Like a blur. It was yes. like a sploosh. Like a blur. Like a bling. Like a splurge. Like a boosh. Like a splooge. What kind of splooge? It was right in the face, and, and, and NFC, he took it He took it like a champ, though. Listen, he owned up to it when I spoke with him. He said the Giants came out of nowhere. Orleans Darkwaugh. Jason Pierre-Paul? Who? Yeah, the four-fingered hero. My God, he's a mutant. I just, man, no, no Beckham, no Marshall, no Shepard. They're moving Pew over to right tackle. He ended up being dominated against Von Miller. I mean, no one could have seen that coming. Honestly, I don't even think football Yoda could have seen that coming. Mm-mm. That Justin Pugh starting in his first game at right tackle for the awful offensive line offensive uh, New York Giants. And and he's got to go up against Von Miller, the most daunting pass rusher in football. Unbelievable. That, just, that did not bode well. I thought Eli Manning might, I mean, I say I, but NFC East Yoda thought that Eli Manning was going to die on Sunday. Really? Next thing you know, Orleans Darkwa's running for 100 plus. I mean, they've they've held like McCoy, Elliott, like all these badass running backs, Marshawn Lynch, to under 95 Melvin yards Gordon. combined. Yeah. And the and, and then the Giants go ahead and bust out 117 plus. We know nothing. We know nothing. And NFC East Yoda will admit it, he even as a Jedi, he's struggling, okay? So, that's it. It was a rough week, man. He, he didn't see 3 and 0 going for the NFC East this week. It's just who did? Who saw it? Well, at least the Cowboys won. Carlos, uh, I know you're a Cowboys fan and all, but they didn't play this week. Wait, so what? You need to. But you they need didn't to cool lose it. then, right? Well, not on the stat sheet. So that not means on they paper. won. That means they won. Okay. Okay, Carlos. That's how we do it in Houston. Okay, Carlos. Anywho, football Yoda, on the other hand, had an okay week. Pretty solid week. Now, did you get to meet with Football Yoda, or is this Walchuk relaying Football Yoda's information no, to football you? No, Football Yoda refused to meet with me. He said he only meets with NFC East Yoda on Tuesdays. Yes. And he'll only meet with Walchuk on Monday and Tuesday. Sometimes okay. on a Sunday, he'll, like, whisper in his ear. Okay, so Walchuk gave you Football Yoda's info? This is all from Walchuk. Okay. He's texting it to me right now. We're on a te- And I'm about to have to go have another bat here, guys, so just excuse me. But... No, I don't know if you forgot. Baseball's really boring. You probably won't be back up to the plate for a while, Carlos. You're good. Well, Football Yoda picked the, the Vikings at home to beat the Packers. Now, I don't know that Football Yoda foresaw Aaron Rodgers breaking his collarbone in this one. It was sad. But, There's no way he could have oh, predicted that, dude. Anthony Barr. Right, landed right on him. Did you see 
Rogers get up though and still was talking some smack. Oh yeah, love that out of Rogers. You know, he love that out of Rogers. Walking off, year Bleep, shattered, broken collarbone, and he's still just but calling I, back at the purple people eaters. I would not be calling that a dirty play though. It was not totally, totally fine. Listen, Very if legal. you're out of the pocket, dude, you're basically a running back. I'm coming to hit you, and if you're gonna hold the ball long enough for me to hit you, I'm gonna do it. Didn't think it was dirty at all. Just an awkward landing on that shoulder. It's a tough spot and so sad. Collarbone, probably out for the season, man. That sucks. Big win for the Vikings. Stephon Diggs did not play. I know football Yoda thought Stephon Diggs would have a big game. He was out with a groin. But he was Jared, actually uh, Jared really. McKinnon. He was really convinced that that Stephon Diggs. Was yeah, he was. Really he envisioned good. Stephon Diggs two touchdowns. I think it was. Yeah, and that didn't come anywhere near. Well, no, he didn't play. Yeah, that's had what he I up, mean. Who knows? He but didn't, he didn't come anywhere. Jared near. McKinnon's looking like uh, a little bit of a stud muffin. For I respect the, Vikings, the guy. Possibly Dalvin Cook goes down. McKinnon steps in. Hey, I'm a stud too. Latavius Murray. They got themselves a little one-two punch. So Chase now Keenum that division. QB. Yeah. Now that division. And, and Bridgewater on the way. Bridgewater on the way. Holy smokes, man! All of a sudden, that division's interesting. Both teams at four and two the other one of uh, the loss football yoda did not see this coming the falcons did falcon things again Against? and it benefited the miami dolphins sure did got my hat right here my dolphins hat i didn't really get to watch too much of the game but i followed it and then i saw the red zone at the end i saw rashad jones get that game winning interception holy smokes i don't know what i, I don't know what happened i cannot tell you anything i look at it, it's halftime we're down 17-0 next thing i know Jay Cutler's smoking a cigarette, walking off the field in victory. I'm like, holy smokes. 20 to 17. The Finns are three and two. Incredible. And alive and well. So that was not a good one. But the the third game that Football Yoda predicted was the upset. He went with the Steelers on the road to ruin the perfect season. And it happened. 19 to 13. Le'Veon Bell. Lev Bell. Just like people said it would happen from the Football Yoda's mouth to the Football God's ears. By the way. I just got to say, once and for all, I'm sorry to Le'Veon Bell. I said before the season, Le'Veon, you're, you're you're holding out, and I get it. You want your money, but, dude, you're going to get a soft tissue injury by week three. Well, where are we, week six, week seven? And, and he's just turning it on. If anything, he is he's finding his rhythm, his groove. Last three games have been awesome. He's and really thank starting God, to get it. Thank God my fantasy-owned squad, the butt snorkelers. He's going to be the MVBS, most valuable butt snorkeler. Mm, I love being a valuable butt snorkeler. He rocked me like 30 points this week. It was 30. awesome. Yeah. Woo! All over the place. Le'Veon Bell. So Big good call for the football Yoda game. There. So what, what was football Yoda's record? It was one and two? Two and one. Two and one. Okay. Not oh, bad. That's a winning week. Solid. He'll take it. That's a bounce back week for football Yoda. NFC East Yoda still struggling. Kind of down in the dumps right now. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he can get back on track this week. You know, I mean, we're all pulling for him. Other games of note, the Raiders, who we talked about earlier, Navarro Bowman signing there, they've lost four in a row. Dude, how insane is it that Derek Carr fractured his bleeping back like 12 days ago? And it's playing. And he is on the field. I'm like, how much toward all is this guy taking? Well, I I wouldn't say it's that crazy because Cowboy fans witnessed Tony Romo do it, but it is, to the average human being, insane. Well, like, and obviously we're not average human being. You and I, Carlos, but whenever we do this podcast, especially on a short week like this week, obviously, you know, Walchick and I, and I don't know if you did tonight, Carlos, but Walchick and I usually, we pump a little toward all. Hey, listen, short week, we got to bounce back. The body needs that recovery. Oh, yeah, you got to get that. It's pat. not easy. Pat, it's baby. not easy. So mm-hmm. we play it. We play it. Uh, we, we record on a Monday night like we're doing now. Obviously, I did a little toward all to get me through, but I can't imagine how much Derek Carr is using if he's bouncing back from a fractured back where I thought he was going to be out for six to eight weeks just like a week ago. 
and now he's on the field and not playing well. No, Team's no. not playing well. Lost to Oakland, the Chargers. what happened? That's another thing. It's like, listen, dude, we thought the Chargers sucked. Next thing you know, Melvin Gordon's the MVP of football. Move aside, Vance McDonaldson. It's all about the Gordons. It's all about the Gordons. We thought Oakland was going to have a great year. Yay, yay, Derek Carr breakout season. What happened? I mean, we know nothing. We know nothing. The Jets are supposed to suck, next thing you know, and the Patriots are supposed to be phenomenal. Next thing you know, the Jets are getting screwed out of a Oh, ball. my gosh. That I mean, Austin Safarian Jenkins play is one of the worst that calls I've so ever bad. seen. The Patriots got so lucky on that, and it's like, Screwed the Jeets, man. And oh, you you hate him. the Jeets, can't but even stand that, the Jeets, but they got screwed out of a call. Screwed. I also hate the Patriots, so it's like a coin flip of who I hate the most. Yeah, stinkies. But I'm sitting there like, man, Brady and Belichick get lucky again. Because they're not themselves. The, the Patriots are not the Patriots of old. That defense is bad, man. They're making Josh McCown look pretty good. Hey, Dolphins defense did the same thing a couple weeks ago. Maybe he is good. He might. You know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say I don't know because... I don't know anything about the NFL. I think that's fair. The Patriots still find themselves at 4-2. and two, The Jeets at 3-3. Three and three. The weirdest game of Sunday had to have been in the Dome. The Saints hosting the Lions. Superdome. In which there was a couple pick sixes, mm-hmm. a couple fumbles, I think, recovered in the end zone for a touchdown. We had fat if, boys getting pick sixes. Oh, yeah. Man. Big boys. And I love seeing. I know Wolchuk is a big fan of the big guy running. Oh, yes, he is. Loves that. He likes that. Jerome Bettis was his favorite player. No, he wasn't. He really? told me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought it was he like... He said, move aside sweetness, make a place for Jerome Bettis. Ooh. Is that how that went? Uh, that's what Walchuk says. Well, Walchuk had me listen to a couple of your shows, so I knew like what to expect. Like, Didn't you guys do an Emmett Smith special on episode 22? That's a, that's a really Because that was point, his favorite Carlos. player? Hey, it was a trick question, Carlos. I didn't know you were such a big fan of Nosebleed Seats. Oh, who isn't a fan of Nosebleed Seats? The show's the teats, man. You are coming strong tonight, Carlos. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, but the Saints get the win 52-38 to 38 over the Lions. And my goodness, I don't know what to think with either of those teams. The, the Saints are finally over 500 for the first time since 2013. They're 3-2. and two, And the Lions have been in squeakers. Why are you so surprised that you don't know anything about either one of these two teams when you also don't know anything about any of the other 30 teams in the league? That's a fair point. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, tell me tell me anything. Tell me anything that you know definitively about okay. anyone. I do know that Deshaun Watson's pretty darn good. Mm, do you? I think so. All right. All right. At, at least, so at least for this year. That, at least for this year. And I know you're saying that, Carlos, because you're a Houston, Houston athlete. Houston, baby. Houston strong. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. stick with our own. Listen, I'm pulling for Deshaun Watson because he's a he seems like an incredible dude off the field. On the field, he's incredibly fun to watch. But, and give me a second, I got to go find it. But, Carlos, we have this guy that we bring onto our show, and his name's Kean Fahey. Ooh, Kean Fahey, the Irishman. He's, he's the author of the quarterback Bible. He's sexy. He is very sexy. Mm, dead his, sexy. His, his quarterback knowledge is very sexy, too, because here's what Kean mm. Fahey does. He goes through every single week and charts every single game, every single quarterback. And he's specifically watching for all these different things, interceptable passes and their accuracy from all depths of the field, like all this different stuff. It's intricate. That's why we call it the, the quarterback Bible. It's a Bible. Yes. And so let me find this thing here. And if you want to filibuster or something, I don't know if you know. In, in radio, that's just kind of where you just talk to, oh, to fill time, speak. Carlos. Well, I mean, I was at the Texans game. They won 33-17. Again, Deshaun Watson, another incredible stat line, three touchdowns. His team was cruising to a bruise, and they put up 24. They were up 24-3 to three and a half. I mean, the game wasn't even 
close in the second. So I can't imagine Mr. Irishman Kean Fay. He would have had anything but phenomenal things to say about Sean Watson because winning is the name of the game, and that young man is three and three. I get what you're saying. Listen, Carlos, I get what you're saying. But here's a here's a series of tweets from the quarterback Bible author. The QB Jesus? Kean Fahey. He says, Watson has 10 interceptable passes on 174 attempts, Ooh. a rate that would have ranked 31st in the NFL last year, meaning he would have been second worst in the league in terms of interceptable passes. 10 out of 174? 10 out of 174. That really doesn't seem that bad. Well, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter about what it seems, Carlos. It's being compared to the rest of the NFL. So it's, maybe it's not bad for you and I, but compared to every other NFL quarterback. It's not good. That's second, that's second worst. Okay. Um, let me see some other stuff here. Um, mm, gosh. Yeah, this is really good. This is great. Does he have anything about Mitchell Trubisky, who led the Rave, the the Bears? I'm sure he I, does. I know that you and Walter are big Trubisky supporters. Yeah, we, we love your love old Trubisky, Mitch. and the Bears finally won a game. They're, they're second of the year. They went on the road. They beat the Ravens in overtime. Jordan Howard going off. I think Trubisky might have only had like. 11 pass attempts or something like that, though. As much as I love Mitch, we're talking about Deshaun Watson right now, Carlos. Well, they're, so, the, they're both rookies, right? And I, just and want I don't you like to know. what you have to say about Deshaun Watson because I love Deshaun. Well, with his accuracy chart right here in front of me. But he's the best quarterback in fantasy football right now. Between basically any passes at the line of scrimmage that goes zero yards down the field. Well, it's boring me like listening to you talk to it. He's 100% accurate, so he's first in the league. Deshaun oh, Watson. so that's a good that's a positive. That's a good that. thing, yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Tell me more. Also... Between one and five yards, he is the 24th ranked quarterback in terms of accuracy. That's, that's eh. It's not great. Not too shit. Between six and 10 yards, Deshaun Watson is ranked 16th in accuracy. So right there, middle of the pack, rookie quarterback, six to 10 yards, kind of that intermediate a little bit, short to intermediate area. Hey, 16th, not bad. But once you get to 11 to 15 yards, he's ranked 33rd. Yeah. 33rd. I know that's weird because there's only 32 teams in the NFL. So that just tells you how Does bad. I mean, it like is. Mike Glennon's ahead of him? Probably. Oh, no. Yeah. Where's Dak? Between 16 and 20 yards. I don't know, but he says Dak is currently right now the second best quarterback in football playing at this moment. It's so, about time somebody gave Dak some love. But for Deshaun Watson, between 16 and 20 yards, he is the 28th ranked quarterback in terms of accuracy. Mm. Not very good. And finally, from 21 yards and above, he is ranked 34th in the National Football League. So he's not very accurate at all. He's actually very inaccurate from 11 all the way up. From 11 yards, anything deeper than 11 yards, Deshaun Watson's not very accurate. What are you saying? They should put Savage back in? Absolutely not. Not at all. I'm not saying anything other than uh, what I got here. Now, well, he does I think this cool is things. one time where Kean Fahey... He's not really adding much. He's telling you, well, he's telling you about telling just you his what accuracy. It is. I mean, he's telling you he's had a lot of interceptable passes that just by the luck of things did not get intercepted. Okay. You know? Yeah. And he's not very accurate anywhere down the field starting at 11 yards. So that's it. But he's had a lot of deep balls to Will Fuller for touchdowns. It's weird. Feels that way. Listen, you land on one, but who knows what about all the ones you didn't see? I mean, Carlos, are you watching all these games? My guess is not. Kean Fahey, he is. I'm so a all baseball I'm player. You is the facts, Carlos. What you, I'm, I'm not a run to the World Series I'm not right gonna, now. I'm not sitting here trying to hate on Deshaun Watson. Are you judging me? Carlos, it's going to be okay. It better be okay. Because we like Deshaun here in Houston. I'm not telling you to get rid of him. He's our guy. 
Wolchuk wanted me to ask you guys, though, should should he be nervous about the Eagles now? You know, I know I told you, NFC East Yoda, he, he's, it's going to take a while for him to trust the Eagles. But he, he's always thought Wentz was going to be pretty good, and he's playing pretty well. Wentz is starting to play pretty well in that defense. Here's the thing. That defense is really good. That front seven, we talked about Cox. They also have Brandon Graham. They got Jernigan. Jernigan's unbelievable. Mm, you love Gins. The only thing I don't know about them is their think corners. I like their linebackers. They got Hicks and uh, Kendricks mm -hmm. and Bra uh, Bradham or Bragdom, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nigel, mm. he's a stud. He's a former Bill. Nigel. So I think their defense is really good, even though I'm not terribly sure about their corners, just because I just don't know who they are. I think they, got, they have a Douglas and a and a Jefferson yeah, Rasool, or something like Rasool that. Yeah, Douglas, the former West Virginia Mountaineer. Okay, there you go. So I don't know much about him, but overall, their front seven of that defense is really good, and then. When Lane Johnson's healthy, their offensive line is really good. They probably, sorry, Tyron Smith lovers, but Jason Peters is probably playing like the best left tackle in football. He's another NFL senior citizen. Shout out to my biggest dub winners, senior citizens. Jason Peters is part of that group. He's 34 years old, and he's playing like a total freaking badass at left yeah, tackle. Yeah, that offensive line is playing really well as a whole. And so, and Nelson Aguilar is coming on. Alshon Jeffrey's got a little bit going, and, and Zach Ertz is playing like a top two or three tight end in all of football. Yep. So things are moving right now in the positive direction, and, Car and Carson Wentz is growing right before our eyes, even though he is still, and I don't have the Ken Fakey numbers in front of me, but I can just tell you, get watching the eye test, he is still a pretty inaccurate quarterback at times. Like He's like a 55% completion guy in a league where it's like you can throw 70% completion in your sleep these days. So Wentz is a little bit, but he takes his chances. That's what I respect him for. He throws in tight windows. He throws deep. He goes downfield. He's not scared that way. He's not just dinking and dunking all day. No, he's been throwing the ball down the field a lot this so, year. So with the Eagles, a lot of success. It's gonna it's gonna be a while before I'm fully convinced. But man, I like where they're going. They got a they got a good recipe, and they got Legarrette Blunt with that offensive line. He's Powerful added some guy. toughness. He's added some toughness. He's added some toughness, no doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. So listen, man, things are starting to bode well for Philly. I like where they're going. I think right now they're clearly the best team in the division. Right now they're playing at 5-1. and one, They're sitting pretty, really. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not even about the division anymore. It's like, are they the best team in, in football? And again, we don't know anything, so we how can know. we say? It's hard to say they're not as of today. How can we say? Right how can now? you say? How, who can? Who can? I don't who think can? anybody can say. I don't think the Yotas can even tell us. No, I don't but think so. as of today, yeah, the Eagles are looking pretty hot. They're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty dope. And when you look at the Packers now, who knows? They they might be finished. I, I, I actually, that, that might be one thing we do know. They might be you know what? You know, you're not a believer in the Hunley, huh? Well, it's not that I'm not a believer in Hunley. It's just that the, that team's not that good. The drop-off, yeah. once you lose Aaron Rodgers, is just so ridiculous. And he was the only reason why that team wins any games mm -hmm. ever. Preach. So they're going to become, you'll see how that roster actually is. Now you'll get a good look at that GM and what they're doing with that roster because... Now that they've lost their quarterback, I feel like their team is going to fall into the sunken place of the NFL, which is maybe winning one or two more games for the rest of the season. Wow, so we're talking like top 10 pick, easy. I think so, and that could actually be good for them. Might be good for them. Might they be, haven't like, been picking like up the Cowboys there. were when they just had that injury-plagued year. They win four games, they come back, and they get the fourth pick in the draft, Zeke Elliott. Boom, they go 12 just because and four. Ro Mainly just because Romo got 13 hurt. 13 and three. So it's like... Same kind of deal for the Packers. You know, you kind of reboot because that roster's bad. As soon as you lose Rodgers, that just highlights how yeah. bad your, your roster's going to be. You put yep. up seven yep. points it's not on good. Sunday.
Adrian Peterson, though, uh, real deal with the, with the Cardinals. Is this a revival, your biggest dub? Biggest dub. I think, I think that that's a, a marriage that can work for this year. I don't know how much success it'll have afterwards, but this looks yeah. like it, it's rejuvenated. Adrian Peterson's got some fresh legs. He hasn't really played much the last couple of seasons. Yeah. That looks like it could could work. Well, I think for the next couple of weeks, I, I think it definitely can. I think as the season goes along, you'll start to see that wear and tear a little bit more, and you'll that, that fatigue, that senior citizen fatigue. And right now, the senior citizens are getting the biggest dub. I don't know how sustainable it is, but it is a good, you know, it is a good match because that's the style that Adrian Peterson plays. He's a, give me a fullback in front of me. Let me line up in the I formation, and let's just run it down their throats. Power, power, power. If you go to these teams like New Orleans, and you're playing the shotgun, you know, you're not, he, he doesn't play well in the shotgun. He does not run well out of the shotgun. No, and, and he's not he, out of the backfield. He's just not much anymore catching passes, doing that sort of thing. And he's not blocking a whole lot of anybody. So he needs to be like in Arizona where you can put a fullback there yeah. and just grind it out old school football. That's what Arizona does. And so it's kind of a, it's a good match for them. Agreed. And the whole New Orleans fit was just weird. You already had Mark Ingram there yeah. who you had paid and it had given you solid production. You drafted Alvin Kamara, who's going to be your one, two punch there. You're receiving back. It just, it didn't really seem like there was room for Adrian Peterson. So I think a good move for both parties. Now you saw Mark Ingram had a great game for the Saints in their last win. I think it's a refreshing move for both sides. The Saints don't have to worry about that headache. And now Adrian Peterson's on a team that needs him. And like you said, hey, he just got to last until maybe David Johnson can get back at the end of the year. I think it's kind of just that old man camaraderie. You know, you get that you get that senior citizen quarterback. And you bunch get back senior, together, I'm telling you. You get the senior citizen receiver, and now you get the senior citizen running back. And you guys can hang out all week. You can do what old men do. Get pampered, do your spas, play chess. Bingo. Next thing you know, you're showing up on Sunday, and you're walkers, and you're scoring touchdowns. Mm. I love it, AP. Straight mahogany, baby. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Carlos Correa in for Zach Wolchuk. Eric Chiafalo and producer Bab, we're going to step aside, take a quick break. When we come back, I think we're going to get a little weird on the nosebleed seats. Are you sure? Hello, I'm Robert of the Diamond Broker. Over the past 30 years, many jewelry stores have come and gone, but we are still here. We are Dallas's original Diamond Broker, and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and a proven track record with thousands of satisfied customers sets us apart. The Diamond Broker has been the go-to source for loose diamonds, engagement rings, and special occasion jewelry. We were one of the first companies in DFW to offer diamonds directly from the cutters. With over $2 million in loose diamonds, the Diamond Broker is the most respected wholesale broker because we guarantee the color, clarity, and cut of every diamond sold. We offer good old-fashioned value and service, no gimmicks and no hassles. When shopping for an engagement ring, a pre-owned Rolex, or special occasion diamonds, visit the Diamond Broker. Ask around. Someone you know has done business with us. The Diamond Broker, Dallas original Diamond Broker at Preston and Forest in Dallas are on the web at diamondbrokerdallas.com. Hey guys, this is Chris Sly, the fantasy guy from the morning rant. This is how the show is now. Coach is gone. We've gone completely monotone. I'm hoping that you're going to listen every weekday, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't like those other WBLZ shows, damn it. This is like Mr. T in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Chains around my neck because they dangle low to my sandals with socks with WBLZ sandals. Because I got shirts and sandals and hats and pants and shorts and boxes and tattoos. I don't give a damn. This is the morning rant. Talk like it. This ain't the other shows. You don't censor us. 
They try to censor us. They do censor us because we need those other guys. We make those other guys quit. We made them tap out. They wear shirts that say tap out on them. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Real cool, bro. Real cool, you quitter. We don't tap out. We fight to the bitter end. Look at my teeth. You know what Looks like I fight with crack. But I don't. I fight sports fans. I believe LeBron James is the greatest. Me, bro. Shut up. I don't want to hear that crap. This is the morning rant. This is WBLZ Sports. If you're a real sports fan, this is where you're supposed to be. If you're a Cupcake Candy Cane World, this ain't where you're supposed to be. No candy canes. I already proved that once. I like cupcakes. Love cupcakes. I eat them every day. Every day. Just like if you're a cupcake, come around, I'll eat them too. This is the morning rant. WBLZsports.com. I'm the coach, my favorite. You want real sports talk? That's where you come. <laughs> Chris I has nothing for it. That's it. Hey, this is Webb from the 8-Bit Bros, and I got to tell you, whether it be for your industrial, commercial, or residential needs, Gen Services is the electrical contractor for you. The Gen Services team has the expertise, commitment, and educational years to help you solve all of your electrical concerns. They have you in their best interest with helpful suggestions to accommodate your every want. Give them a call no matter the size of the job at 740-438-7173. Mention WBLZ Sports and you'll get a discount. That's Gen Services, 740-438-7173. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, E. Glaze, one half of the dopest sports show on radio, the Crush Sports Talk. Check us out every Tuesday through Thursday right here on WBLZ Sports from 3 to 5 p.m. The dopest sports show on radio with your boy, E. Glaze, and Maceo Heard right here on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. Doug Pepper painting and pressure washing. He has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Pepper covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Pepper painting and pressure washing. 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Pepper painting and pressure washing. 404 966 Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chifalo, producer Bab. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, guys, guys, Carlos, uh, Carlos just struck out and now he's pissed. Carlos just struck, struck out, out with the bases loaded. With the bases loaded, he's pissed. He is fuming right now. He's he needed to take a minute, get over to New York, and uh, make sure that hologram starts to play a little better. He'll be joining us right after the segment. He was nervous. He could not handle weird. He didn't want to run it, but he'll be back after weird. Okay. So he's gonna go take care of his business on the diamond. I don't like it, but okay. I'm back. Sorry, Eric. Get over yourself. May, uh, no. And uh, it's time for Let's Get Weird, because it's Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk. It's not Let's Get Weird with Carlos Correa. As I'm stretching out your jersey, Bab, I hope you like it when you get it back. Hit the music. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. That's weird, man. That's ready to get weird tonight or what? Eric, you smell like shit. Don't say weird shit. Time to get weird with Wolchuk, baby. Let's get weird. 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 Let's get weird
weird. Oh, baby, let's get freaking weird. Walton, great to have you back. I'm sorry I was so sad. I was just, you know, I'm not used to being around athletes like Carlos like that. And he looked so good in that outfit. His nipples were all over the place. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yours look great, too. But come on, man. Come on. Mine are humming. His aren't humming. But listen, my, I got my weird pants on. I forgot the underwear, but... Don't judge me. Don't look at my chub. You know I'm chubbing right now. I Stop prefer it, it without Stop the undies. It. Stop it. Oh, it looks good. You're staring. We can make some s'mores together later. All right. I got my weird shirt on, too. So I'm ready to rock and roll, Walter. Don't Let's ride. Carlos Trey will be back. He better at SOB. Hope this jersey and hat's looking good on me, though. I'm repping it for Carlos. No, it looks really good, man. Yeah. Is it Whoa, looking good? That cleavage. God. Yeah. What has gotten I, into I, you? I decided to go a couple buttons low. Lower risk A. Yeah, a little, little bit. So it's Let's Get Weird uh, with Wolchuk, episode 35. Shout out to Sam Congato. And Dishion. Oh, man, Sam. Love that guy. Right? Wolchuk, I shouted him out at the beginning of the show. You missed it, but he's a stud. Oh, my God. That's a good call on number 30. He was 35? Yes. I'm Woo! like, the, the best 35 ever. ever. Carlos Correa decides to come in here with Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, KD is 35, though. I guess that's the more obvious pick, but Sam Congato. No, dude. We're, Props we're talking to about you. stud athletes. Screw Correa, man, dude. dude. Props to you. Screw Correa, right. Man, that was awesome. No wonder he's striking out with the bases loaded. What a moron. Oh, let's but, get weird. All right. So first story we got here is a Florida man was arrested after police mistook Krispy Kreme glaze. Is there anything for meth less surprising than hearing the headline, a Florida man gets arrested? Dot, no. Dot, dot. But the fact that they thought crystal meth was Krispy Kreme glaze that had fallen down onto his floorboard in his car what? is a little weird. Did they not smell it or put their finger in it so, and taste it? So, here's the story. Daniel Rushing, no relation to my former roommate, Matthew. Big D. 64. Almost a senior citizen. What's the senior citizen age? I heard you talking about that. 60, 65. At 60 or 65, but either way, we'll give it to he's him. He's in there. He's in there, We'll yeah. give it to him. Hey, hopefully he gets a big dub out of this. So, he sued the city of Orlando after he was arrested in December of 2015 on drug charges. I feel a big dub coming. Law enforcement had spotted four small flakes of glaze on his floorboard and thought they were pieces of crystal meth. Hey, been Ru there. <laughs> who, who has? <laughs> like, who has? But usually it's on my shirt. I don't even get it to with floorboard. I think it just like stays on my chest. Well, that's because you're a, a messy meth user. Rushing told the officers they were likely bits of the Krispy Kreme donut he'd eaten earlier, but he was arrested for possession of methamphetamine after two roadside drug tests tested positive for an illegal substance. From wait, so they tested the they actual tested the flakes and somehow it came back positive. That's wild, dude. Rushing said he couldn't believe it. I've never even smoked a cigarette, let alone meth before. It's a setup. Weeks later, a state crime lab cleared rushing of the drug allegations and charges against him were dropped. Rushing told the Orlando Sentinel that he's been trying to open up a security business but can't because of his record, his arrest record. Due to this arrest. Go get that paper, homie. I haven't been able to work, Rushing said. People go online and see what you've been arrested for, and they don't want to hire you. Being arrested. Rushing, a retiree from the Orlando Parks Department, received a check for $37,500 last week and told the Sentinel he's pleased with the outcome of his case. Nice, man. That, that's a dub there, old senior citizen. So, is it though? 37. So, he, he comes away. No, he should have gotten more. Don't get me wrong. Under 40 grand. That's a year's worth of And the poor, living. like, why can't he get this taken off of his record? That wasn't part of the deal? I don't know. The officer was given a reprimand for making an improper arrest, and the Orlando Police Department ended up training more than 730 officers on how to properly use field tests. So not only, <laughs> I think they just completely befuddled this, the tests that they ran out on when they arrested this poor man. It's so surprising that a cop wouldn't know 
what glazed donut is, right? Wouldn't they be the experts? Wouldn't they be able to see from a mile away? Oh, huh, this guy's just eating some donuts. Snag a donut out of the box and get on with their day. I mean, that sounds like an officer who isn't really a, a good officer. Are you familiar with Crystal? I mean, I've watched Breaking Bad. That's like my crystal meth knowledge yeah and i don't even think i mean the thing what about the large vial of crystal meth right next to your computer what are you talking about that's krispy kreme carlos left that oh don't don't tell the oh that explains things don't tell the mlb actually he's in the mlb he's fine if he was in the nfl he'd be they don't drug test right i don't think just marijuana I, I, and, and, and no, they for don't test for base, cocaine either. For baseball? Yeah. It's for like, no, uh, they do for, well, for like steroids and performance. Enhancers. Yeah, but but they don't do it for any of these like recreational drugs. But you can smoke drugs. meth. I'm pretty sure you can smoke meth and then go play a You can probably game. do heroin and be fine. Interesting. You can shoot up and then it hit a home run an hour later. Next story I got for you here. A bizarre $1.2 million fajita theft scheme leads to an arrest. See... That's what Daniel Rushing should have been going for. The kind of fajitas. that. No, the 1.2 million. Oh, yes. Check. I feel like he should have gotten more money there. So he can be happy with the outcome. But I think that guy could have gotten triple. 1.2 million, that's what I'm talking about. This is Texas. This is a local story. Love it. Texas man was charged with felony theft after investigators linked him to an odd plot to steal more than $1.2 million worth of sizzling fajitas over nine years. Could you blame the guy? Oh, wait, it was a nine-year heist that this guy was working? Yes. So he's just been eating fajitas every day for the last nine years and, and just living life like we all wish we could. We're going to find out. This lucky bastard. Former Cameron County Juvenile Justice Department employee Gilberto Escaramillo missed work one day in August for a medical appointment. The same day, a delivery driver called the kitchen about having 800 pounds of fajitas to drop off. A woman informed the driver that the juvenile department didn't serve the Tex-Mex food, but the driver said he'd mean delivering it for nine years. Dear God. When Mr. Escaramilla worked the next day, he was confronted with a discussion with this discussion, and he admitted he'd been stealing fajitas for nine years. Why do you admit for nine years? I don't know, but this dude is having... 800 pounds of fajitas dropped off at this juvenile prison one day a week while he's working. I guess he's the only person there. You're salivating. Over a nine-year period. Be professional. And it was determined that the total of these fajitas over the nine years came to $1,251,578 worth of fajitas. No sense. The man was arrested and more, I, I, I think this guy's a winner to me. That's brilliant. No, it's, bri- Dude, it's brilliant. Dude, he was eating free fajitas for nine years. It's brilliant until you get caught, Gil. Yeah, and then it's, of course, now he's living in prison. Oh, Gilberto. His name is Gilberto? Yes, Gilberto. Yeah, so Gil was doing it big for nine years, and I respect him for doing that. I don't know. Is there anything? Could you eat fajitas for nine years straight? I think I could have fajitas easy once a week. Because I've done it for four years Pushing five, but like, nine seems a little, a little... That's fair. I hear your point. Understood. How about this? What if you're able to change it up? He's getting, let's say, it doesn't specify if he's getting chicken or beef or shrimp. Okay. We don't know what kind of meat he's getting. I'd probably go beef majority of the time. That is a fair point, though, because I'm, I couldn't eat shrimp for, you know, nine years. But if I could get a little variety mix of some shrimp, some beef, mostly beef and chicken, 
Honestly, I think that's... Change it up, spice it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he do... Was he doing tortillas or were we just doing the meat? I don't know. I I don't know if this was the entire set. It just said it's 800 pounds of fajitas. So I assume it's at least probably the peppers and onions with it as well. Okay. Any, I don't know about the, the the tortillas, but I mean, heck, you can go and buy some tortillas. Honestly, I don't even that's need the, the tortillas at stuff. that point. If I got the peppers and the meat... You're Gil, good to go. I'm coming over for dinner, what do you, think? you don't like the onions? Not an onion guy? No, I'm, I'm down with the peppers and the onions okay. and the meat. Yeah, for sure. Let's mix it up and let's do it big. Now, Gosh, we should are we confirming? Can we confirm any sour cream, any guac? No, I don't know if they brought the fixings there. I can't confirm or deny that. I think Gil might have been able to just finagle it. If it's nine years worth, he's built quite a rapport with this drop-off guy. That's a fair point. I'm sure he's managed some condiments, so good for Gil. But either way, he's coming through with the meat and the peppers and onions. So it's like, listen, dude, I can't ask for much more. I'll run down to the damn store and spend a couple bucks on the fixings. Straight up, shouty. Damn, Gil, you did it, dude. Honestly, how do you go to jail for that, though? It's I like I had 800 That deserved of, a pat on the back and I've like, been, dude, I, what the hell? I've been moving weight for years, guys. Well, you don't want to mess with me. This guy's dropping it off. He's delivering in the food. Do they not get any payments for it? Like, I'm, who was paying for this? Was he writing it off as like a... Tax break? I don't know. Feeding the family. An expense to the jail? Very well could have been. There's something weird. There's something weird about this. I don't know. Well, that that's Gil, why we're here. Isn't I think it? there was an accomplice. I don't think Gil was in this alone. Gotcha. I think more. Well, you got to have a drop off. There's guy. more. There, there's more to this 1.2 million dollar fajita scandal. We'll follow up with this. Yeah, he he had to have had some teammates. By the way, those of you that are still worried about the mad pooper, uh, Colorado police have asked that you stop calling and inquiring about it. They don't want to deal with it anymore. They're they're handling this on their own, but they are not going to talk to the public anymore about the mad pooper they're over it well i don't know if they told you that i told them that i refuse to stop calling until i get an answer i like that be persistent so i'm not sure if they mentioned that to you or not but i refuse not to call let's stick with the food theme bab this is the one that's going to have the audio to it i do have one thing to add to this though oh, oh how's carlos Correa yes. doing any updates no uh, no how is is, okay. Car- is carlos going to come back bab or what's the deal i will we'll see okay. are, you, are you in touch with his people bab i am okay uh the approximate cost this is average for 800 fajitas would be nearly nine thousand dollars i'm not exactly sure how nine thousand dollars over how many years nine years nine years like her order goes un- unnoticed. Right? So the whole thing me. sounds a little weird. Yeah. No, there's definitely Which something is why fishy it made, going on. it made the segment, but... Yeah. What was the restaurant? Didn't give us a name. Wow. It, it wasn't a restaurant. It was a delivery to this juvenile oh, okay. prison. Oh, so he's eating prison And then he's food. he calls in sick one How day ironic and he's is not that? there. He's about to go to prison and eat the same thing he's been eating for the last 10 years. Well, they don't even serve the Tex-Mex. They don't Jeez, even serve... Gil. Fajitas is too good for the juvenile... Oh, that's for the, for the guards. Just prisoners. for the guards. Damn, they're going to be taunting him, those guards, while he eats his sandwich and apple. Whatever the heck they serve, God, I don't know. They're eating fajitas. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we've got some listeners that are fans of Rick and Morty. I don't watch the show. I've heard good things. I've heard good things. I don't watch it either. It's a cartoon on Netflix or something. Yes, but apparently, season three, their premiere episode, Bab, are you familiar with Rick and Morty at all? Know it, don't watch it. Okay. Okay, so we are obviously experts on this. So, uh, Walchick, I'm glad you brought it to the table. It's really topical for our show. Very. And we're going to be able to, I don't know if, we may just have to stick on this the rest of the show because we're going to have so much to say. Absolutely. So, Rick and Morty fans in their season three premiere, apparently the Szechuan sauce that is apparently a uh, famous yet undercover, under the radar sauce from McDonald's that they created when Mulan came out. 
and then since stopped serving the sauce, but bringing in it, bring it out occasionally. Well, Rick and Morty featured it on their season three premiere, and fans have been going crazy. Last Saturday, one Michigan woman decided to drive all the way. Where's the bed music? It, it did get really quiet all of a sudden. It got weird. We have some audio for this. Oh, so you've I'm got operating, I'm operating. Well, the one here, here's here's it's an, cut. Okay, let's just, let's listen it. to the audio. Now, this audio doesn't exactly reflect the story at all, but it's just an example of the craziness people were doing over the Szechuan sauce. So I here's bad music. Here's a man. Picture a man standing on the table counter at a McDonald's, and this is his reaction. That's not it. That is not it. <laughs> wow, Walchuk, I'm glad you got prepared for this segment, man. You really did a hell of a job. This I don't week. think that was on me. Nope. It was. Okay, uh, what is this go. called? It's called Weird with Who? Walchuk. Weird right. with Korea. Wait, you guys have no Szechuan sauce? Don't. I want Szechuan sauce. Where's my Szechuan sauce? I'm Kendall Rick! What was on the dump dump? I'm Kendall Rick! What the hell? <laughs> what? what? So this dude is creating a huge scene. Apparently McDonald's has managed to piss off boatloads of Rick and Morty fans by not having enough Szechuan sauce. This happened last Saturday. Are we sure that this is an audio of that one guy who was shooting up in his testicles in the lobby of the McDonald's? Ooh, do Are you we think sure? it was over Szechuan sauce? I feel like this is just the audio from months ago where the guy was in the lobby shooting up heroin into his nutsack. That could be the case. Well, this is going to be a big winner here. Rachel Marie of Macomb, Michigan, not only managed to snag one of only 20 packets of the super rare sauce, but she managed to parlay it into a car. The 23-year-old graphic designer is a huge fan of Rick and Morty, which featured the condiment as a key plot device in the season three premiere, which aired in April. And the episode series lead, Rick Sanchez, declares it his life mission to get Szechuan sauce from McDonald's, which was made in 1998 to promote the Disney animated feature, Mulan. Since then, fans have craved the sauce, including Marie. When McDonald's said they were bringing it back, I thought it would be cool to get a sauce, she told the Huffington Post. The 23-year-old graphic designer drove 45 minutes to Detroit early in the morning and waited hours until the sauce became available around 2 p.m. By the time that happened, there were hundreds of people waiting, she said. The line snaked around the building. The McDonald's location only had 20 packets available, but both Marie and one of her friends were among the lucky tastemakers who got the sauce? All right, that's cool and all, but I think we should go back to the audio, and I think it'll 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 make it'll it'll make more sense. It'll have we'll have more context with it. This is audio. We go live audio to a guy in the lobby of a McDonald's shooting up heroin into his nutsack. Bab, don't think so. Wait, you guys have no Szechuan sauce? Don't. I want Szechuan sauce. Where's my Szechuan sauce? I'm Pickle Rick. Yeah. That's the heroin. That's right in the nutsack. Yeah, that's definitely somebody juicing up right there in the lobby. Well, this lady ended up trading a sauce for a new car, a Volkswagen Golf MK4 2000 edition. 
A man contacted her, said, look, I will trade you this car for one of those Szechuan sauces. He drove the car over so she knew it was running. She got the car. And I'll tell you what, I think it was well worth it. Apparently, people were willing to pay $300 for the Szechuan sauce. I don't know, Eric, but if we can get our hands on this damn McDonald's Szechuan sauce, we might be rich. 300 bucks richer. Per sauce. Let's get all 20 of those. What's 20 times 300, Bab? Quick. Give it to me. Six thousand. Six thousand dollars richer. I'll take it. Szechuan sauce, guys. Anybody knows bleeders out there? Assemble! We need Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. By the way, we just did the math. It actually is six thousand. So props to me. Good for you and your brain. Hey, it was a pretty okay segment, Walchick. I got to give it to you, man. It was pretty. Uh, not your best, but. Hey, it was your first segment of the day. You just got here. So Dude, you still I came off the bench cold. Do you think I was able to get on base at least? Uh, barely. But barely, I made it. But you I gimped it. over. Did you throw me under the bus? Well, you need to cool with that. I think it's safe to say. I thought that that was it's a safe space. So you weren't going to tell people. No, it's a safe space to tell people. That's what you always no, confuse. No, yeah. no, It's a judgment-free area, right? I don't want that laundry aired in public. How we got together? How's Carlos doing, Bab? Is he on the way, or should, do I need to stay for this? Hopefully, Carlos is on the mother bleeping way because I'm. Hey, the Astros have one hit, and he's still a ways away from coming back up. So he's bat. is he popping in, or is he going to stay? No, he can pop in. All right, hold on a sec, Carlos. Is he here, Bab? What's the deal? Is he on the way up? Have you talked to his people, Bab? Where is he, Bab? All right, thanks for nothing, Bab. Guess Carlos is not going to make an appearance. So All that right. Sucks well, for at me. least we got him for the first hour. Sorry, dude. Hey, I got to have lunch with him yesterday. Yeah, well, I got to do half a show with him. It was supposed to be a full show. Then you come in here. You're stealing my thunder. Well, I think the second half of the show will probably be better than the first half. That guy can barely speak English. Wow. No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk. Thank you to Carlos Correa for filling in there for a bit. I'm still wearing your jersey and hat, though, bud. Bab, I hope I'm making you proud because you won that bet fair and square, my friend. And I hope this is payoff for you. Yeah, it smells like Astros in here. Disastros. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chief, follow producer Bab. Dude, it was a crazy weekend in college football. Upset galore. It was a weird Friday night. It was Friday the 13th. Two teams in the top 10 playing. Clemson, who Eric has been saying, we don't even need to worry about the college football season. Just worry about Alabama Clemson. Clemson's sitting pretty at number two. And then Washington State with our favorite coach, Mike Leach. They're number eight. They were on the road at Cal. Both teams, Clemson, on the road at Syracuse, and they fall. Cal destroying Wazoo, 37-3. to Syracuse upsetting Clemson, 27-24. Now, granted, Mr. Bryant, Clemson's new starting quarterback, who's replaced Deshaun Watson, did get injured. That might have played a factor. Might have, huh? But either way, the Tigers fell in the Dome in Syracuse. And they are going to slip down the poles a little bit. But this was a good thing a little bit for you, Eric, although it made you look like an idiot because you've been not doubting college football relevance besides those two teams. I tried to tell you, never, ever overlook college football. It is craziness. It can happen. But your Canes, man, your Canes have a shot, my friend. My, uh, My Canes, Michael Irvin's Canes, we're all excited, man. We're all excited. They got the win. Hey, you said it best. You were like, look, I'm a little nervous for this game against Georgia Tech. And it was close. But Miami got the victory. 
25 to 24 the canes roll and they are sure as poo in the top 10 now my man miami wins the game gosh mike so happy he was he was actually that happy this week too cool it with coke there mike cool it with coke hey listen a miami win will do that to you we're now like you said eighth in the country bleak rogier just growing week in week out daryl langham mr clutch he catches the game winner against fsu last week comes in and catches the down play that kept us alive to go kick the game winning field goal in a miami monsoon it was insane it's raining there's mud everywhere double coverage ball bounces in the air next thing you know he catches it first down let's go win the game let's do it it's been incredible man what a run i did say the only thing that's gonna get in the way of alabama and clemson is gonna be my hurricanes so <sighs> looks like that's coming true feels good gotta say it feels good what about uh tcu tcu well they got uh they got another win it was a weather delay they're in, like third in the country in kansas now? state they have moved up my friend they are fourth i think well that's pretty impressive because that is a low-key like we live right around the corner from there and it's like no one even cares kind of funny you don't think anyone cares well it's not that not anyone cares but it's just like you, they're not really talked about that much and now all of a sudden they're in the top five yeah they're they're right now in the in the playoff at four if the playoff were to start today it would be tcu alabama georgia penn state i still think as long as that clemson quarterback gets healthy them in alabama and actually now ohio state i know they lost early in the year but dude they're coming alive and they're looking pretty dang good even though i can't J JT Barrett is just not a quarterback. I mean, my gosh. But, man, they're starting to come alive a little bit, Ohio State. So hold your hold your horses for them a little bit because they might come in there and do something with it. But it's Alabama and Clemson. It still is, even though they got the loss. You know, another team that people, no one's talking about them, but they're hanging around, and now they're at number five is the Wisconsin, Wisconsin Badgers. Have you watched any Wisconsin football this year? Zero. Not a zilch. You know, I don't think you're alone. I think there's a lot of people that haven't watched a lot of Wisconsin football. Including their own family members. Really? You don't think their family members are supporting them? The parents of the team don't even watch their own sons. Oh, my goodness. Terrible humans. Texas OU, though. That was the big game here locally. Ended up being good. At the Cotton Bowl. It was good. At 20 to nothing, OU jumped out big early. The Longhorns fought, clawed their way back, even took a lead in the fourth quarter. But the Sooners got the victory, 29-24, Baker Mayfield, over 300 yards, two touchdowns. There's something about Sam Ellinger, though. This new starting quarterback, the true freshman at Texas, kids just got some moxie about him. I think he's going to be pretty good for the Horns. He impressed me with how composed he was, especially as a freshman in the Super biggest game of the year. Back there. And at USC as well. I mean, the yeah. dude has been composed throughout the season in big situations. That's a good point. And he's a true freshman. So anytime you see a true freshman be that composed under that much duress in that hostile sort of environment, man, you got to give it to him. What's his name? Ellinger? Sam Ellinger. Sammy. Man, we got two Sams. Mm. Two Sams at quarterback. Sam Darnold and now Sam Ellinger. Yeah, there's a couple of Sams. Ohio State has crept up to number six. We told talked about that last week. Although they lost to Oklahoma... They've now put themselves in position to maybe sneak back into that playoff. Clemson fell to seven. The Canes are at eight. Oklahoma at nine. And Oklahoma State rounds out the top ten at ten. Washington was the other top ten team to lose and fall out of the top ten. They are now at 12. 
looking ahead though for your canes is there a game that's scaring you moving forward where do you think maybe that'll be that loss well do they play louisville we do not play louisville we play we got notre dame notre dame surprisingly good this year yeah notre dame is now at 13 in the polls all right and then we also got virginia tech Virginia Tech is at 14 in the polls. So there you go. So we got two top 20 teams, and who knows where they'll be by the time we play them. Uh, and then you just never really know. I mean, the Orangemen just beat Clemson. We play the Orangemen this week, Syracuse. So, mm. I mean, do I think we're going to lose that game? No, but you can see that, especially in college football, anything can happen. Any one of these teams can just surprise you. You just never know. So when I look at it, it's really just Virginia Tech and Notre Dame that gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit now that we got through Georgia Tech and that freaking Stone Age offense. I think it's pretty cool that uh, TCU is in the top four, though. And you're right. I mean, the Big 12's got three top 10 teams this year. We came into the season, and after week one especially, we're thinking, man, the Big 12 sucks. Garbage. That conference, and how with how well played, even though record-wise, I think they're three and three now, doesn't show that they're that good. They gave USC a run for their money on the road. They played tough against Oklahoma. Texas is not an easy out. That Big 12 is flexing their muscle. They're a little bit stronger than people thought they were. And, and Texas Tech was also ranked in the top 25 until West Virginia, who is a team that is now ranked in the top 25 at 23, defeated them at home this week. The other upset was LSU knocking off Auburn at number 10. LSU back into the top 25. And a big win for Texas A&M and Kevin Sumlin. We thought someone was out the door. Well... The Aggies are playing some pretty good football now. They got a big road win at the Swamp against the Gators. I know you don't like the Gators, but you can respect how tough it is to go into Florida and get a victory. Oh, no question. Shout out to Texas A&M. Good for them. Good for someone. All is well. Getting back to the Big 12. Add it to the list of things that we do not know about football. We thought they sucked week one. Next thing we know, holy crap, they got three teams in the top 12. My goodness. What's going on with the world? The football world, we have no idea. Nobody knows. Not even the Yodas truly know. And that's a first. I mean, these those guys are usually just bam, 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 bam. On it. Vision. On it like a pack of brie. Clarity. Uh, Saquon Barkley and those Penn State and the Lions, though. They're chilling at number two, and they've got a tough game against Michigan this weekend. Do you think this is it, or you think they come come out surviving? I'm going to give you a big fat I don't know. Jeez, I don't want an I don't know. What, what's your gut telling you? My gut's telling it's me It's not that, a lock. My gut's telling me that Spite is the quarterback of Michigan? No, he's not. He's been benched. Okay. They're moving in a new direction. Thank God. They listened to the show. Uh, Harbaugh gave me a ring and said, guys, you are right. Oof. We are winning in spite of Spate. We need to sit them. They're playing a new dude. Love it. All right. Well, then give me Michigan. Is Michigan at home? Michigan is at home, I think. In Ann Arbor? I think it is in Ann Arbor. If, if, if Let me double check on that, but I think Michigan's it is in Ann Arbor. If Michigan's at home... Give me Harbaugh and company. Otherwise, Saquon Barkley is going to run for 50,000 yards. He's going to have 14 tackles. He's going to block two punts. And he's going to kick a couple field goals. That's because that guy does everything. Don't forget he's going to call plays. He's also going to make a recruiting visit at halftime. Oh, he's going to make a recruiting visit at half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go lure some the next Saquon. Is he going to be that purple Lamborghini lurking? Uh, yeah. How else would he do it? I like lurking in the Lambos. I'm trying to find this. Hold on. Uh, can you can you keep talking? You mean filibuster? Filibuster this. Yeah, let's filibuster. Keep All filibustering. Right. Well, I want to. I mean, truthfully, that's not a game uh, that I'm overly. Oh, you excited don't even about. care about it. N not totally, but just because Michigan's not that fun to watch. They're just not a fun uh, Big Ten yeah, they're football a grinder, grinding team. There's a lot of good teams in the Big Ten, but they're not that fun to watch. It's a lot of JC JT Barrett at quarterback, a lot of spite at quarterback, a lot of good defense, a lot of a lot of running. The only running that you really like to see is Saquon Barkley cuz he does it all. 
So we've got it. Oh, we've got it. It's in Penn State. It's in Penn State. All right. Saquon Barkley's winning that game. Okay, good. Not Penn State. Saquon Barkley's winning that game. The one man show. Ooh, USC Notre Dame. We were talking about big rivalries last week. Were we? We were number 11 USC at number 13 Notre Dame. That should be a good one. Always is. Man, Notre watch. Dame had a scare. They were in Utah and then they ended up coming back and winning. Holy smokes. I think most people are going to pay attention, though. Florida Atlantic, FAU Football Stadium, and Boca Raton. All eyes will be there, baby. North Texas at FAU, the Mean Arena. Big win over UTSA. Now hold control of the Western Division. College football game of the week. Isn't game day going to be there? I think game day might be. Game day's got to be down there. Boca. Where else would they be? SB Nation be? called the 98-yard touchdown drive the best drive of any team this college football season. Mm, yes. You're, of course, talking about the 98-yard game-winning drive the in a minute and seven five. seconds. No timeouts. Legendary finish. That, that will literally put Mason Fine into football lore at North Texas. The dude doesn't have to take another snap, and he's a freaking folk hero. Seriously, though, dude? What are they going to do? Go to Notre Dame USC for game day? I mean, come on. It's got to be North Texas. It's got to be in Boca it's Raton. Be. Come on, show them some love. Conference Second USA. They come after fine hit as he throws it. It's caught by Bussey at the 15. Bussey at the 10. Bussey up the right sideline. Touchdown. Listen to the fans go crazy. Hashtag Pack Apogee. Let's go, Mean Green. North Texas, Mean Green all day. Best football team in America. Was, Ap- was Apogee packed, by the way? I am curious about that. North Texas football stadium. Everybody was hashtagging it. Uh, everybody official, show up. Everybody show up. Official attendance was 23,068, which is the fourth largest crowd in Apogee history. Mm, we need to get to number one, though. Got to get to number one. Texas hosts Oklahoma State this week for you Longhorn fans out there. Hoping those horns can hook them and and rally the troops. It's an early kick. It's an 11 a.m. kick. So we got some fun football all day on Saturday. Louisville at Florida State is also an early game. I know that one means a little bit for the AAC. Then in the afternoon, you can watch Miami the host AAC. Syracuse ACC. There the, is an AAC. Yeah, it's the American, the American Athletic Center. Conference. No, it's the American Airlines American Center. American Athletic Conference, right? It's the Mavericks Arena. Well, there's also... Uh, Stars Ma- Arena, excuse me. Stars Arena, good point. Oh, yeah, Bad. Stars can play there, too. Quick puck. By the way, are we gonna are we gonna start doing some quick pucks? Yeah, how are the stars doing? Should we do two some and quick two pucks so soon? Far. Two and two. Not looking excited. Still through four games. What do you think, Bab? You got enough yeah, pumps I think in you? Than two and two. Got mm-hmm. enough pumps in you for a quick puck? Maybe next week. Sure. All right. I cool. hope your stamina. I hope you've been building that stamina in the off season, Bab. Yeah, you've got plenty of time. Bitch. So enjoy your college football next weekend. Go Mean Green. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafala, producer Bab. Big thank you to Carlos Correa. He's got more important things to do, as in try and get his team to the World Series, so I'm going to run the sh- for uh, the rest of episode 35. Sorry, Eric. Sorry to disappoint you listeners. I'm back in the saddle, and I'm not letting go. Shout out to Sam Congato. Guys, Conor McGregor made news again. But this time, it's finally becoming more and more clear who he will fight. We talked about it last week after UFC 216. What happened with Tony Ferguson winning? Well, the notorious one himself went to social media were you guys fans of Grand Theft Auto at all, the video game? Of course. Who wasn't? So, Conor McGregor tweets an image of his face dubbed on a Grand Theft Auto character with his famous tattoos that he's got. He's holding a gun. There's the McGregor face. Just cruising on a boat. And all he put with the picture was Tony. Calling out Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson replies, 
with a video that's pretty good if you want to go to his Twitter page, Tony Ferguson XT. Yeah, he didn't have the balls to call it Tony Sperano. No, no, nobody does. Dude, would you? Come on. You're acting to get whacked. You're asking to get whacked. I said Sperano, uh, the no, offensive line coach for the Oakland not Raiders. Soprano? Actually, I think it's. I think he's now with the Vikings. The former Dolphins head coach. Former Dolphins former head coach. Former Cowboys yeah. Of course he doesn't have the wherewithal to call out Tony No, that's just a, just a beach. Uh, but he didn't even have the guts to call out Tony Sperano. Well, he called out, quote-unquote, McNuggets. Ooh. Zero Fs. Saskatchewan sauce? Defender vacate MFR. Hashtag Tony Ferguson MMA. Snap Jitsu. Hashtag Snap Down City. This is my mat. Hashtag Pack Apogee. Hashtag Pack Apogee. Tony Ferguson calling out Conor McGregor. Paulie Malignaggi is still trying to get a fight with Conor, but I think this is what's going to happen. Dana White said it. Look, it's probably going to be Tony Ferguson. It's probably going to be in Vegas. We don't know a date yet. We'll be there. Don't oh, matter. We oh, don't we'll need to know there. the date. We'll be there. Nosebleed seats live at the Girl Collection. You mm. said it. Woo! Bab, you already got it? Woo! T-Mobile Arena. Bab, you got it booked and locked and loaded? Oh, my gosh, Bab. Get that mm. chub out God, of here. We I'm say so Girl ready. Collection and your pants start jumping, you sick dog. I am so ready. I can't wait to party hard with myself and my... What? You mean with Star and Krista Forster? Lochulele? No, no, no. Star. No, Remember no, no. from I, last I let, week? I let Bab do that stuff. Like, I'm in a committed relationship. I kind of just sit there, enjoy myself, hang out, have fun. You and I just talk, and we, we really hang out with Floyd a lot. Floyd gives us money to gamble. That's what's fun about it. Bab goes ahead and does all the freaky stuff with Chris and, and Anna and Star and Quay Quay, Quana, Quayasha, whatever that girl's name was. If you say so, bud. Nice uh, tush tattoos. Thigh tats. Yeah, I saw another movie, though. This one uh, had our favorite star in it. Well, I don't know about Bab. I don't know if Bab's is as strung up on Mr. Ryan Gosling as you and I are. But, man, I know we love Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. He's a big he's a big Nosebleed Seats favorite. Oh, he is. So, Blade Runner 2049 came out last week. This was its second weekend out. Went and saw it with a couple of my broskies because I, I was like, I don't want to watch the Broncos beat the Giants. So that didn't happen, by the way. Let's go on set it. I, I would have been worse off watching a giant win. Orleans Darkwa, baby. Went and watched this freaking long two hour and 45 minute movie. God, that sounds awful. I can't tell you it was great. Bab, I don't know. Were you able to get any of the trailer of this pulled up so we can kind of set the scene or is it not ready? No go. Well, he Blade shook Runner, his head. He said no. It's got phenomenal reviews. It's directed by Dennis Villanueva. Honestly, I don't even want to listen to the trailer anyway, so thanks, Bab. Visually, this movie's badass. I will say that. It's cool. It's pretty a cool world that they've got. Did you ever see Blade Runner, the original movie? With did not. Ford? Sure didn't. No, sir. Yeah, it came out 20-plus years ago, so this is kind of the follow-up to that. Well, was it any good? I mean, I heard it wasn't even that good. Yeah, I was disappointed, man. Like, Ryan Gosling was great. Well, obviously, you get to look He's at He's always good. He's so, always worth it. But the movie was way too long. 245, that's tough. By the end of it, I just didn't even care what happened. I was like, I'm ready to get out of here. Ugh, sounds like it. So when you have, like, the final sequence and the ultimatum, it's like, oh, man, I really just don't even care right now what's going on. So, yeah, I did not think it was that great. thought it was very average. A wasteful well two made, hours and 45 very minutes. Very well made, visually stunning. I wouldn't be surprised if... if Dennis, Dennis Villanueva got some like award consideration for director, but in terms of enjoyment factors, a movie watcher who's not looking for all that other stuff, not that good. Not good. Well, good. I won't see it. Yeah, don't. because and I can just Google Gosling. Like, I can yeah, get my can Gosling fixed in other it, ways. It got me thinking, like, seriously, out of all the actors we've got out there, 
Ryan Gosling might be the best that we've got right now. Are you terms of ba like in how good like he acts? Like total package, acting wise, looks, personality, the whole deal. He seems like a badass dude. He's extremely good looking. But you do not want him to play cornerback for your team. Can we agree on that? That's agreed. We found out Petey was much better than him. Holy God. Man, oh, Petey was good. You remember the Titans. Heck yeah, who doesn't? And if you don't, they'll blitz all night and they'll make sure you remember the nights you played the Titans. And Gosling, the one thing that you can say about him is he's selfless because he knew it. He, he looked himself in the mirror in that game and he said, you know what? I'm not good. Let me pass the torch. Petey, come in here and win this dang football game because I'm about to lose it. So I'm number 48, and I play corner. Ugh. And Petey came in, and Dominated. he saved the freaking day, man. He saved the day. Much to his coach's chagrin. I can't name anybody better right now than Ryan Gosling. He's one of the best in the business. Happy Death Day won the weekend at the box office, though, with 26 mil. Either of you Happy interested? Happy Death Day? Happy Death Day. So I, I have not seen this yet, and I kind of want to because it looks like it could be solid. It's got an interesting premise. So this girl wakes up every day and it's her birthday. She wakes up, it's her birthday. She gets murdered and then relives every single day, like a Groundhog Day kind of thing. Nice. So the whole point of the movie, I'm assuming, is she's got to find out who the person is that's killing her at the end of this day so that she can somehow stop it, for it, stop it from happening and go on living her life. Without dying. Without dying. Or not yet, right? I mean, she's no one says she's going to live forever. No, nobody lives forever. Well, not on Earth. Not on The Yodas do. Rajal Ghoul does too. The foreigner, the new Jackie Chan flick, came in at 13.1 mil. That was in third place. Sorry, I skipped over Blade Runner 2049, which came in second. It's still at fourth, and the mountain between us at five. There is a mountain between me and anyone who likes the movie It. Well, that's you and a lot of people, bud. That's, that's you and that's me right now. We're literally you doing and me the and show. Bad. We're doing the show in different time Bab zones right now. and I are right over now. here. We're waving to you on the other side. Yeah. Hey, listen. Hold that L. Hey, Georgie. That movie sucked. The movie was pretty good. You know what else sucked? I have a little bit of a bone to pick. Yes. Even though the trailer was really good last week when you yes. gave it to us. American Vandal, I'm four episodes in, and I'm all I can think about is I don't want to watch this anymore. Really? You're not liking it? I'm not liking well, it, it, dude. No, I told you the first three episodes are kind of meh. I thought you said first two. No, no, no. I said by episode four. Like, episode four through eight are good. Interesting, because I'm it on picks four. Up. Actually, it picks I'm up. about to start five if I can. Because I was with you. Like, after the first couple, I was like, these are two. They're, they, they're drag a little bit. I'm in limbo right now. Between no. episode four and five, I don't even know if I'm going to pick it back up. i got to be honest. At least get to six. If you don't like it at six, then quit. Well, if I don't like it to six, I might as well finish the home stretch. Well, you might as well. I mean, my gosh. But four through eight are, it, it's, it finishes strong, in my opinion. I think 4 3 are good. It takes a little while to get going, though. A little too long, if you ask me. The first two episodes are definitely... They drag. And I said that. I said that they drag a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't mention episode 4 being draggy. No, okay. I, thought, I thought episode 4 was good. Mm -mm. Have you finished it? I'm pretty sure. You finished it? I'm 90% sure like, I finished where it. Where are you? What's going on? Uh, there's There was a you know there was a dick drawing, and people are trying to figure out who it was. The ball hairs, though. Yeah, the ball hairs. It's all about the ball hairs. That's the key. All Always right. is. So we had a, uh, I got to get a Game of Thrones reference in because it hasn't happened in a while. Jeez. It's been a blessing, by the way. No, it, it can't come enough. Who can? Sophie Turner, the gorgeous Sophie Turner, who stars in Game of Thrones. She's also. Yeah, okay, I don't know anything about that show, but I know Sophie Turner, Sophie Turner is a freaking baddie. Oh, she is a babe, dude. Mm, 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 mm. She is a babe. She's a hottie. She just got married, right? So she just got married to freaking Joe Jonas. Oh, a, a brother. 
Joe the brothers. Jonas, a local kid. Which one is he? I don't even know which one is which, but it, it led me to believe, like, I, I think the Jonas Brothers are extremely talented. Don't get me wrong. Uh-oh, I hear some hater butts coming. But Sophie Turner is, like, one of the most beautiful things on the face of the planet. She's not a thing. She's a person. Anything. I, I, I'm talking human beings along with art, ocean, earth, anything that you could deem a sunset, a moon rising, anything you could deem is beautiful. Sophie Turner is that. I forgot how freaking... Is he the lead singer? He's got a hell of a voice. Is Joe Jonas the dude that's in DNX or whatever that band is that made uh, Cake by the Ocean? I literally is know that nothing Joe? about what you just or said. Or is that Nick? I have no idea what you just said. I do know girls love Nick. I mean, girls love Nick. Is Nick the, the one that dated Ashley Green? I, I have no idea. I got to look know this is, up. But I don't think the Jonas Brothers are... You don't think they're that cute? Well, you don't you think tell they're that me, hot? You're the king with the with the scale, right? Yes, of course. Everybody so knows that. So where do the Jonas I want, Brothers rank? You. I'll give no, you. I I'm, think that they're like in the sevens. You think they're in the sevens? Okay, yeah. well, I know the one Kevin Jonas... He's less than a seven. So okay. there's Kevin, Nick, and Joe. Are those I'm, the three? I'm 99 how bad, how many are there? Sure. I know bad you're an epic. You're, you're, you know, you know the Jonas Brothers. I'm going to say Kevin I'm Googling is right the now. oldest and also the ugliest. Kevin. Kevin, I'm pretty sure. Okay, you're wrong. I'm wrong. There's no Kevin Jonas. No, you're right. There was. There is a Kevin Jonas, and I'm right that he is the ugliest one, correct? We all know. We all have a picture in our mind of the ugliest they Jonas They all brother. look pretty familiar. They all look pretty pretty similar to me. Okay, no, no, no. So Kevin's the ugliest one. So there's Kevin, there's Nick, and there's Joe. And Kevin's about. I'll, I'll give him a four and a half. I'll give it to him. Nick. Actually, let me go back to Joe. Joe's next sexiest. Now, Joe's actually pretty good looking. And Joe's the guy that you have beef with right now because he's dating your girl, Sophie Turner. She's not even my girl. I'm just like, damn, I think, Sophie, you could do. Honey, well, you're right. She's you not your better. girl. She's Joe's girl. Joe's got She's her. Joe's girl. And and Joe is actually a really good looking dude. He's got a nice complexion. He's he dark hair. Joe's dated Demi Lovato. I think he's dated Ashley Green, who I was smitten with for a little while. I thought she was a cutie patootie. And then he stole her right out of your arms. Yeah, clearly. I mean, I thought. So we I understand a, why you have beef. If we had a coffee date. He comes over and just sings in her ear, and I'm like, well, I guess I can't do anything. So you're starting to drink the haterade on Joe Jonas. Listen, don't be a hater. He's a good looking guy. He's definitely an 8.7, and he's got the good complexion. He's got nice teeth. Nice teeth, nice smile. He's got he he can rock the the shaved face. He looks better with a five o'clock shadow, but can, even with the yeah. beard, he, he can, can do pull it. off. I will say and, that he can pull off either of that. And he also looks good with the mustache. I don't know if you've seen any of him with a mustache. I just but saw he just something goes with a mustache. Thick mustache, shaved cheeks, and it looks pretty dang sharp too. To me, Nick is the hot one. Nick is definitely the hottest one. Let me get there. Nick's the youngest and the hottest. Nick is not as uh, dark complexed. It's kind of like in your Joe. family. Nick is the hottest one. Is of Nick the, the hottest? One? Nick's the third, so he's not going to be the youngest, but he's he more than likely is the hottest one. Nick is a when you stack sexy us all fox. up. Nick's oh, a Nick's fox. a fox. He's got that great hair. You're pretty good looking. Anthony definitely got probably the most muscles of the fam, but I think that might as well have also been he was the the gym rat of the bunch. Yeah, but Nick's just got. He, he kind of took after you. You can definitely take some credit. Yeah. Because you brought the, the long locks to the fold, and I think that he looked up to you. Oh, if you're talking about the long locks, then you're talking about Mike. You're now confusing. Oh, I'm confusing. Yeah, if you're talking Nick's about— Nick's got the short hair. Nick's, well, it's, I mean, it's shorter. It's not as short as Anthony's, but it's it's short. But it, it's got, like, some flow, and it kind of moves back. He doesn't put anything in. He just rubs his hand no, through I still and think, makes it happen. No, I still think Nick's the man. Okay, so Nick's the man. All good-looking brothers, but I think there's something with the Nick and the families. Couldn't agree with you more. And uh, Nick Chiafalo would be a 10. He, he would be a man dime. How's he think, doing? He got a girl? 
He does have a girl. Yeah, he's taken. Man, I bet. I bet they're gonna get engaged soon. Honestly, I think you're right. Am I hitting? Uh, you're hitting the right the spot. The prophecies are coming. You're hitting the G spot, baby. Right on wow, cue. Wow, my so, gosh. But back to Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas is a solid nine point three. Okay, he's he, steaming. He, he's a little bit short on the height scale, but he hangs out in the gym a little bit. He's got he's got the body. He works at it, and and he can go shaved face. He can go baby face. He can also go five o'clock shadow, and he can go some facial hair. So I think he's rocking it on on multiple levels. He's got the versatility, and he's a stud. And I think he's the most talented in the group. So overall, you're going to go Nick, you're going to go Joe, you're going to go Kevin. Well, if anybody big, should be with Sophie, it should be Nick, though, right? Big time gap between Joe and Kevin. Poor yeah. Kevin, poor Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick should be the one. But but Kevin de- Kevin's deserving. I mean, not, not Kevin, Joe. Joe's deserving of Miss Sophie. Joe's a good-looking good dude. Congratulations to Joe. I mean, yeah, no, honestly. Look, we can say what we want. Stop but the hating. Congratulations. He's a big winner. I mean, he should have been the, your biggest dub of the week because Sophie Turner is a fox. You're right. Hey, you're right. Walking Dead fans, get excited. Sunday night is the return of season eight of The Walking Dead. And uh, did you ever watch the trailer park, boys? I did watch a little bit of it. I just remember the uh, Squints guy or whatever the heck his name was. Bubbles. Bubbles, that's well, right. That's all, Bubbles makes the show, so I don't blame you. But uh, the actor John Dunsworth, who played Mr. Leahy, Jim Leahy, the drunk alcoholic who was like the officer of the trailer park, he sadly passed away today at the age of 71. So rest in peace to Mr. John Dunsworth. I guess it's not dubs all around for senior citizens across the world. No, no. No Split Seats podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. It is that time of the show where we now turn things over to the Yodas and we look ahead to week seven and get the bold predictions from NFC East Yoda and football Yoda as to what will happen next weekend in the League of Football. Here he is. Here he is. Here. Take the headphones, NFC East Yoda. Here's the mic. Man, he looks good. You're looking cute today, Anastasia. Ah. All right, sorry. Let me get these headphones on. <laughs> Listen, I got to say I'm feeling good, uh, <laughs> even though it's been a tough week for me. <laughs> it's been a... Man, I just, I'm just so apologetic. I hope you guys know how bad I feel for really two poor weeks going one and two as, as the NFC East Yoda. Very sorry I was. I need to be better than that. I, I'm, I hope Eric didn't bring this up <laughs> as an excuse for me, but... He did, though. <laughs> Carlos Correa told me Eric made a lot of excuses for you, NFC East Yoda. Well, that trailer, listen, that trailer where we got Ray thinking about going to the dark side with Kylo Ren, it's 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 just kind of, it didn't sit well with me. I, had, I didn't get a lot of sleep this week, and my visions were just kept getting tormented mm. by the thought of Ray going to the dark side. So I think that's partially why I had a rough week. I do apologize mm. sincerely, yeah. uh, and I hope you will accept it. We do. We accept it. And I just want to move forward in week seven stronger than ever. So let's get going. Let's get cracking. Let's start with Walchuk's very own Dallas Cowboys. Now, they've had a rough bye week. Who knows if they'll have Zeke Elliott. They're coming off two losses well, in a row. you tell me, are they have, is Zeke playing? They didn't have Navarro Bowman. And they didn't have Martavis Bryant. So it's been a rough week. But good news. Mm-hmm. You come back in. Yes. You're playing the 49ers, Walchick. All right? So... My visions are incredibly clear for this game. If they haven't won a game. If, if my Cowboys can't beat the Niners, I'm concerned. You don't have to be concerned. Let me take this pressure off of you, <sighs> Walchuk. I want to. You. This is, as your friend, NFC East Yoda, I want you to have this pressure removed from you. Dak Prescott is going to lead his team to victory 
is going to be a convincing win. Sean Lee is back. He's making tackles. Carlos Hyde has nothing on Sean Lee. And Dak Prescott's going to throw it all over the place. It's going to be a big-time game. Senior citizens are winning. That means Darren McFadden and Alfred Morris will do well. Yes. They are rested. Tyron Smith's back is feeling good. By the third quarter, it will be tight. But the first two, Tyron Smith will be healthy as he's been since training camp. How tight, though? Incredibly tight. Not as tight as you would prefer, but tight enough. I want to know how my Dez is doing. Dez Dez is going to have a bounce-back game in terms of he's going to start getting open and he's going to stop dropping them. I see him going for not 100 yards, but I do see him going for a touchdown. Sweet. Is that all you need to know? That's all I need to know. Cowboys victory. Thank you so much. Let's move on. Let's move on seamlessly to the Seahawks and the Giants. Mm. Giants fooled me last week. They're not going to fool me again. I've seen this. This is almost as clear as the Cowboys game. I know for basically a 100% fact, the Seahawks are going to go into the New York Giants stadium and beat them. They will beat them handedly by 12. By 12. I said it. I heard it. I said it. I like that pick. Orleans Darkwa. Sorry, bud. You're a one-hit wonder. Let's go, baby. And to cap things off, the Monday night game, we have an in-division game. Redskins at Philly. Philly has fooled me once. They have fooled me twice. They will not fool me a third time. Philly at home gets the victory. Carson wins 10 days rest. Philly 6-1. No, really? Philly 6-1. They're running away with this division. Well, you guys are going to hang around because you're going to get the dub this week against the Niners. Giants are going to lose. Redskins are going to lose. You're going to gain some ground. But those Eagles, man, they are hitting their stride. I'm sorry to say it. I'm out. Eric, please. The floor is yours. Thank you very much, NFC's Yoda. That was awesome. That was awesome. I like those picks. I like that. And as long as the Cowboys are going to win, I really hope the Red. I don't even know. I, I kind of hope the Redskins and Eagles both forfeit, and that can just end in a, in a loss. I hate that he gets out of here so fast. They're, I wanted to, I wanted to give him a hug and say thank you for coming in this week. They're not touchy guys. He they're, they're literally not just totally disappears and vanishes, and it's almost like, do you even like us? They like, don't like the PDA. I man. don't think they like us, dude. I'm still not convinced. What about football, Yoda? Is he, is he going to come, or what is he going to do? I'm a little concerned. Usually, he's here by now. If he's going to blue ball me, I... Mm. Hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. He's here. He's here. Is that him? He's here. Here. Should I get the door? Do you want? He wants to wear the hat. Can he wear the Astros hat, Bab? Give it to him, man. Hey, here you go, bud. Here, get hey. comfortable, Jeez. football, Yoda. Well, so give grabby. him the damn headphones. Okay. Eric, it's been too long, my friend. How it's are you? It's so great to have you back, Football Yoda. You had a good week last week. Yeah. NFC East Yoda did not. So let's see if you can keep it rolling. We've got good vibes going on in here. I hope you've had three clear visions this week. I know you had to deal with that trailer last week as well, but it didn't affect you as much as it affected NFC East Yoda. Ray, obviously, you have confidence in. I do. Let's see if you have confidence in your visions. What you got? Well, let's start in Green Bay with the Packers with no Aaron Rodgers. I see where this is going. They're hosting the New Orleans Saints in what should be a high-scoring game. The problem is I do not believe in Brett Hundley and his ability to move the football whatsoever. I think the New Orleans Saints actually, heck, I know the New Orleans Saints are going to Lambeau Field. Good correction. Sean Payton and Drew Brees are going to come out 4-2, and and the Saints are going to get a big win over the woeful Packers. Wow. Bold, bold football Yoda. Saints, by the way, over 500 for the first time since week 16 of 2013. That is unbelievable. 
The other game we're going to, we're going to stick it in the north. King of the north. Chicago, for instance. Mitch? Mitch Trubisky went on the road, had a really good road victory. Jordan Howard looked good. Heck, Tariq Cohen threw a touchdown pass. To his brethren. But the Carolina Panthers are on a long week. Mm -hmm. They had a disappointing home loss. You know what that means. They've had time to prepare. Cam Newton is ready to go. There is a lot of offensive firepower. Christian McCaffrey is lighting it up. The Panthers will get back in the win column with the victory at Chicago over the woeful Bears. It's a hell of a matchup when you think about Panthers versus Bears. Mm, it is. Which animal will reign supreme? But the Panthers going to claw its way to victory. It's going to outclaw the Bears' claw. If you now say so, Football Yoda. For the pick of the weekend, the game that everybody is going to be struggling to pick, but Football Yoda is here to ease your stress. He's already seen it. The Atlanta Falcons heading to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots in Sunday Night Football, a Super Bowl rematch. Falcons coming off another blown lead. The Falcons blew it in the second half, but I'll tell you, the Patriots have looked very beatable. I mean, the dang Jeets almost beat him, coach. The Patriots at home will lose to the Atlanta Falcons. Redemption? Yes. Matt Ryan is going to hold on for four quarters. Overrated. Things are going to go. He might be overrated, but it is overrated. not this night. Overrated. The Patriots will struggle just a little bit it will be a high scoring game oh i love it tommy brady yes is going to put up a stat line to remember even though he can't act but his defense his defense is going to be too weak they suck julio jones and the offense of atlanta Devontae freeman will finally get enough touches to hold off the patriot comeback and the Atlanta Falcons will get a win that's been coming to them since February. Woo! And the Falcons will upset the Patriots. Damn football, Yoda. That was beautiful. Thank you, Falcons, Panthers, Saints. God bless you. Pick them. You will win your bets. Football, Yoda, out. Holy... Crap, that was awesome. <laughs> Man, last week. Dude. Oh my good night. He came in with some mother bleeping fire, some energy. Dude, the Falcons over the Patriots is ballsy again. That guy has some cojones on him, bro. Dude, last week we when he left out of here, we were like, um, is anybody doubting this guy? Has this guy been hanging out with Krista Forrester one too many nights, old football Yoda? Heck, now I don't even want to doubt him. He turns in a strong 2-1 and one performance, comes in here today as confident as ever, just slinging his thing around, hitting the table. I mean, oh my gosh, this guy's never, he's on fire. It's three road teams he picked. He's feeling good. His, his vision seemed clearer than ever, and I'm feeling a 3-0 and week for old football Yoda. Well, I he got out of so. here like lightning, that guy. He just freaking appears and disappears. My gosh, he took your hat too. He took the yeah. He literally took your Bab, hat. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. The hat's gone. At least he still got the jersey. Still got the Correa jersey. By How's the Carlos way, Carlos Stewart, by the way, is he doing any better? That jersey's fitting incredibly. You're by never the way. wearing that again because they're down eight to nothing. <sighs> wow. So this is the bad luck charm. Rangers. Walter power. puts on a Correa jersey. Next thing you know, Astros suck balls. Mm, and the Astros have been like the best in the playoffs, man. This is uh, some bad juju. Well, Mav, it all comes full circle. That bet really backfired, didn't it, Bab? Mm, I knew what I was doing. Smart man.
Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafala, producer Bab. Big thank you to Carlos Correa, of course, for hopping on board uh, for the first hour, even though looks like it really hurt his performance on the diamond. Enjoy your NBA basketball. The season will start this week. Holy crap. We'll talk a little bit about that next week. Maybe there's just always so much football, and we know you love it, and we love it too. Big thank you to SD Media, Susanna and Deja. Hit us up on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and our website, nosebleedseatsradio.com. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Come poised. That guy in a little.